good morning or good afternoon, depending on wherever you're at uh, when you're listening to this podcast. This is the Restricted Zone Podcast, episode 13. I'm with my co-host today, uh, Kyrie. Introduce yourself. How's it going, guys? How's it going? Chris. Introduce yourself, Chris. Yo, yo. How's everybody doing? And, and uh, Elijah, introduce yourself, please. What's going on, everybody? Thanks a lot. Glad to have you guys on here. So if you wasn't in tune on the previous episode, we did an NBA draft. We graded each team under selection during the offseason, and we'll be doing the NBA free agency in the same format of the draft that we did in the previous two episodes. We're going to grade each team in the Easter Conference. We're going to go by division, start with the Atlantic Division and going down to the to Southeast, and we're going to grade each team on their offensive uh, free agency signing. And overall, how did they do uh, in the free agency, and did these signings allow them to compete if they're a rebuilding team? take that step forward to being the playoff team and as a playoff team, take that step forward to compete for the finals. So, well, with, not, with that being said, we'll be starting off with the Toronto Raptors in the Atlantic division. Uh, how you guys feel about it? Talk to me, let it out there. Uh, you can go ahead, go ahead and shut off, Lars. All right. So first off, <clears throat> I believe their main goal was to at least sign Fred Van Vliet and keep him over anybody else. In the process of that, they lost Marc Gasol as well as Serge Ibaka. Um, losing Serge Ibaka definitely hurts. And also, I also believe replacing him with Alex Lynn and Aaron Baines does not really make up for that spot missing. Um, the addition of DeAndre Bembry, I do like, though, because he is a very solid playmaker off the bench, and he's a good spark off the bench as well. He's a 3 and D guy. Definitely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, so yeah, I, I agree with you, Lush. Um, I think losing Serge Ibaka was pretty big, but like like you said, uh, sign up Fred Van Vliet was definitely priority for them, and rightfully so. So it, it's easy to see why Serge Ibaka slipped through the cracks. I don't see losing Marcus Saul as being such a big hurt piece because he was diminishing like game by game. You could you can honestly see it like throughout the playoffs and stuff. He just wasn't the same guy. So I do like them replacing him with Aaron Baines because I feel like Aaron Baines was. Uh, really excelled in that Phoenix role um, where he was a pick-and-pop guy. He was able to rebound, uh, box out a rebound alongside DeAndre Ayton. So uh, even though they don't have another premier big man um, aside him right now, I feel like he has a good uh, a good chance to be serviceable in his role. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, it is kind of big with Serge Ibaka, but I don't think he wanted to be there after his contract expired and probably for the money he was asking, I wouldn't resign him at this stage in his career. I mean, he's still a serviceable guy, but I mean, it was fine to let him walk. I think they handled their main task. The all season was resigning Van, Fred Van Vliet. Uh, they just added some more role players just to kind of replace the bigs they lost. But overall, I mean, they had, I will say pretty standard all season. I mean, they didn't really make any big moves, but they didn't really make any bad moves. Okay, I mean, so so what's the grades you guys are giving the Toronto Raptors? I didn't hear the the grades. I mean, Elijah, what what grade are you giving the Raptors? I'll give them a a, a solid C plus. Solid C plus. Okay. What about you, Elijah? I mean, uh, uh, Chris. I mean, I, I guess give them like a C plus, um, B minus. Mm, cool. yeah. So Kyrie C plus would be minus. I uh I really like 
I really like the fact that they were able, they're able to uh, resign Fred Van Vliet. So I'm gonna go ahead and give him a B minus. Right, and coming up with Kyrie said B minus. They they kept their most important guy on the team, Fred Van Vliet. Uh, so I mean, overall, this was an okay. Give him a B minus. So what do you think about the Raptors' chance and uh, you know, they're competing for the finals or no way? Um, nah, I don't I don't see that happening this year. Nah, like I said before, they don't have another like they don't another ha- they don't have another premier big alongside Aaron Baines to kind of um to kind of do the defensive outside. Well, they do have Pascal Siakam. So I mean, backing him up though, they don't really have another guy that can carry that defensive load that uh, the Toronto Raptors are known for. Right. So I don't really see them going too far, and they don't really have a lot of uh, spark plugs off the bench outside of Norman Powell, really, and uh. Stanley Johnson, you not feeling Stanley Johnson? I don't see him doing too much this year. No, they still got Chris Boucher, OG, OG. They got, OG. I mean, they got players, but I mean, it's really if, if uh, Pascal doesn't uh, stay consistent and play like an All Star caliber player, then I don't really see him competing for much. Definitely be competitive, but they won't contend. Oh, definitely. And OG taking the next step is is one of the biggest things they're banking on right now. I definitely want to touch on Chris Sesson, real a, a player, you know, is definitely uh, Pascal. I mean, so a lot of people felt like he took that status, turned himself into a superstar. Some people might even debate that. How do you guys feel about that? Do you think he's like, you know, you think he's a superstar? Uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely no, he's not. not. He's not a superstar. He is the number one option. He is. He proved he is an all-star, but he, he's nowhere close to a superstar. Got you. All right. So we clear. You got to like it, though. Mm, he did get paid like it though, absolutely. So we're gonna take so, it. so Tobias Harris, but we ain't got to worry about talking about that. <laughs> Step up to that. No, don't do that, That's man. A super fat. That's a super fat. Super He's fat. on my sixes, man. Don't 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 do that. It hurts. All right, we're gonna make that transition to the Boston Celtics. They signed Jeff T to be the backup for Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker will be out until uh, January. So I mean, what do you guys think about Jeff T signing to the Celtics? How you feel about that? Um, I really I like the Jeff T shot because I think he's a better backup option than uh, Brad Wanamaker. Brad Wanamaker did improve as the season went on, especially in the bubble. He showed himself to be a really good playmaker and defender. But I think Jeff T's experience overtakes that. He's a better three-point shooter. He's a better scorer overall. And I feel like he's maybe just as good a playmaker, maybe probably even better also. But I really do like the Tristan Thompson signing um, even better than that because that gives them the rim-running big man that they desperately needed, that I've completed for them to get. So – because of that, I'll, get, I'll also give the Boston Celtics a B minus. They did lose Gordon Hayward and Enos Cantor. Those are kind of herpes. Enos Cantor, I felt like really played well for them, but they like to play him in spurts for some reason. They didn't play, they didn't give him consistent minutes off the bench when he showed that he could produce. Because they don't play defense, that's the problem. He doesn't play defense. Yeah, Enos Cantor's can, ter- as a terrible We can have a whole other debate on that. We can have a whole other debate on that. But he he not he not worth that much of our time. He's definitely not, but he's definitely a bad defender. But go ahead, Kyrie. You know, uh, and like I said, they they lost Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, he, I, I honestly didn't see him fitting in there too much longer. I mean, he was somewhat of a defensive liability. You couldn't really rely on him to score enough. You could just see his injuries that got to him these past couple of seasons. So I feel like it was it was okay to let him walk. Um, man, I, I definitely want to touch on Gordon Hayward later on, man. That I definitely want to touch on that later, but we'll, that's for later. But yeah, the Boston Celtics, I'll um, I'll, I'll give them a C minus, a B minus also. I, 
they, they had a pretty a pretty good offseason. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Jeff T. He's a former all-star. He's definitely serviceable. Um, I, I give it a B minus. I like it. You know, nothing fancy. I mean, what about you, Elijah? I give them a B plus strictly because they finally got what I needed them to get was a certified rim runner and they got that in Tristan Thompson. Easy 10 and 15 guy. Occasional nights he can give you 20 and 20. Um, losing Gordon Hayward, honestly. No. Yeah, he, he can he can stress it out occasionally a little bit. Not yet, but a little bit. Uh, yeah. Um, For the Gordon Hayward, losing Gordon Hayward, I honestly feel like that was like kind of like a sigh of relief because now he's off your back. Now your main three guys can now kind of like get back to what they need to be doing because I feel as though in a way Gordon Hayward kind of like kind of rubbed against the grain with that with that starting lineup when, when he get, when he gets thrown in there. And I probably honestly believe that was because of Brad Stevens because he kind of has experience with Gordon Hayward from college. But uh, I, I don't know. I feel like losing him is a lot. Is is It's kind of like more of a kind of a good because you add Desmond Bain, Aaron Naismith, and Peyton Pritchard. So now you got three other players that can kind of take up his spot and at a lesser Desmond Bain traded to uh, – that rookie was traded to um the Grizzlies, bro. Pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Yeah, for a grade, for a grade, that was a that was a good pickup. If I didn't say it already, but I give I give them a a B plus for that one. B plus, Chris. What do you mean? uh, I mean, I think it was the best thing for him to get rid of uh, Gordon Hayward. Well, they technically didn't get rid of him, but he didn't come back, which is which is pretty good for him. Uh, Losing his cancer really wasn't that bad. I didn't really like him in Boston in the first place. Adding Tristan Thompson, I mean. They do have a big, but I don't think it's the right big for their team because their team kind of relied around a big man that could stretch the floor. Tristan Thompson cannot stretch the floor. And if you say he's leading up to that, no, he's not. Just because he took a couple – just because he made a couple threes in Cleveland does not mean he's trying to become a – a a, a, a stretch four, stretch five. I mean, he'll get he'll get you a rebound. He'll he'll fight, but, I mean – They don't need a stretch not, five, though. That's the that's thing. They started to just stretch their game out. People said that about Brooke Lopez, who – he, but Brooke Lopez is a better shooter than Tristan Thompson. I don't think that's a fair. I'm not. I'm not saying he is yet, but people were saying the same thing with Brooke Lopez and other big men around the league were starting to shoot threes. Like, yo, why are you? Why is he shooting threes? They have no business shooting threes, and some of them actually turned out to be good shooters. Right, and, but just, all I'm saying is, like with Boston, though, remember the bet when they were in the past couple of years when they were the most competitive was with Al Horford, who could stretch the floor, but also could play defense. Now. I've never really seen Tristan Thompson go against a solidified big in Cleveland or in the playoffs, I'll say, when he was playing with LeBron. I really never saw that. He's He he can help you. He's a good help defender, no doubt, but I've never seen him play, play a, a actual big man. Like, I want to see him, if, they, if the Boston plays Philly, I want to see that. I want to see how he's going to defend uh, Joel Embiid. That's going to be something that I'm, I'm intrigued. And they don't make changes. Celtics is running through them again, but I'm going to keep it low like that. Hey, record <laughs> – Tristan Thompson oh, shot 39% in 57 games this past season. Just leave it at that from three. And Boston going to be a, a, a top I mean, We're going to take team. a one or two, three. We're going to take one or two threes a game. It's okay to to get 50%, shoot 50% from three. I mean, it, that's just process I'm saying. That's just progress. That's all I'm saying. 39% I'm not saying he's going to be like a like somebody who could rely on to hit like three or four threes a game. No, I'm never saying that. I'm just saying it's something I can see them having, like, as a backup. You know what I mean? Maybe he, every, every once in a while he could pop out, like, in a, in a pick and pop. And I've seen him doing it in Cleveland, and it's worked. 
I was definitely going against you until you clarified that, like, okay, I thought you were seeing Tristan Thompson as a guy who's going to shoot three, attempt three or four. Like, no, I'm like, no, not, saying, no. I'm not saying he's going to become a stretch three, but I'm saying that's something in his game that he's working on that could be really good for the Celtics also, alongside his rebounding and his defense. All right. All right. Well, with that being said, we switch to the best team in the East. I think mm. we all know who that team is. Let's be honest. The Celtics? No. The Heat? <laughs> The Miami no. Heat? Whoa, I know whoa. That. Come on, I'm man. About the Sixers. Yes. No, he's not. No, he's not. Yes. He knows better than that. Let's give it up, guys. Come on. He's not the worst coach in the division right now. Excuse me? Whoa. 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 The worst coach in the division? Whoa. Wow. Hey, Chris. Uh, you, know what, uh, you know what? You're, you're right. Second worst because I forgot Steve Nash is here and I haven't seen no coach yet. So you're right. Wait, who the, who the, who the best coach in the East then? Who's the best? Eric, oh, Eric. Eric. Eric, Eric, Eric Spolstra. Easily, definitely, definitely. And then Brad Stevens is right after him. He better than Definitely not. not matter. It does not matter. Was it? Was oh, it? Was it oh, no, right. No, no, no. So, who, so, who, so who's the best coach of all time then? Is it Phil Jackson? Who's it? Who's it? Phil Jackson? I would say Greg Popovich. Oh yeah, I would say Greg Popovich. You I mean, can put, I mean Phil Jackson's up there. You yeah, can put, yeah. put Phil Jackson. But don't don't you dare try to compare Doc Rivers to Phil Jackson now. Yeah, that's disrespectful. I didn't. I was just asking who was the who I think the best coach of all time. Eric Spoelstra's a better coach than, than Doc Rivers. I mean, honestly, I mean, honestly, Elijah, if you take away that ring from Doc Rivers, what does what does that mean? Doc, that's crazy. No, he's the he worst coach in the court. East. People just call that man the worst three. coach in the East. That's crazy. No, see, he's not the worst coach in the East. Chris was just. I ain't never heard that in my life. That's crazy. Listen, man. Like I said, what has Doc done besides won that ring? Because everybody's gone. He's had he's had competitive teams, but they ain't win nothing. And I mean, and you can't even I mean, say that ring was because of him. I mean, Kyrie. So. Conference. He's been in the Western Conference, though. For what does that have to do with anything? He's been in the Eastern Conference. And against Braun, though. Everywhere he went, Braun was there. So what you, what you, what he you didn't play Braun. He, he didn't play Braun. He didn't, he didn't play Braun in the West. So explain that. He did. He just played him last year. What, what, no, he didn't. They no, lost he, didn't the him. he didn't play him last year. He lost to the Nuggets. You're right. Right. That's right. So who's he, he playing did. in the West? All, all those I mean, good teams yeah, of Clippers had. He lost. That, that Denver Nuggets upset was. He wasn't like, better than the Warriors or the Thunder, so. I, I, listen, all I'm saying is, hold up. They beat the Warriors in the seven-game series. Was he coaching then? Probably not. I, I mean, know. I do want to, like, I'm not trying to discredit Doc Rivers' reign, Elijah, but when you, I, I don't, people keep saying the big three. I say the big four because I throw Ray on Rondo in there, the big four. I, I, I don't know, man. When you have that type of talent, it's like, come on now. I mean, but I give Doc Rivers his credit, though, but he, he's definitely. I just, have, I just have one question. I just have one question. What? What is his system? Plenty of coaches lose with talent. With talent. What is his system? Is the question. What, Kyrie? You answer that. What is his system? I can't even describe that. Um, I can't really describe the system either, especially. Oh man, come Come on, on. Kyrie! You're making me look bad. That's all I need. I'm not though. I mean, he he adapts to what he has. You can see back in the uh, Clippers days when he had Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin. It was a a heavy pick, a pick and roll system. Straight pick and roll every play. Off ball, stuff like that. 
That was something that was different. But the, see, I don't like using that for Doc Rivers because that just that's another big disappointment for him because what did he he didn't go far with the Clippers. He never could competed for the finals. So that kind of makes him look bad as well. Never made it to the Western Conference I mean, finals with the Clippers. Exactly. So that's <laughs> I like Doc Rivers, but man, he, I don't know. He broke up a potential big three in Orlando. So let's not forget that. The only coach to give up the only coach to give up three three one series leads. What he Doc Rivers? Oh man. Yep. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Orlando in Orlando and two in uh did he do one in Boston? I think he did one in Boston. No, I don't Boston? think he no, I don't think he did in Boston. Oh, no, no, that's right. It was one in Orlando and two in LA. All right, yeah. Chris, Chris, I got a question for you then, bro. So do you think he makes a difference with this team uh in the Sixers and the in weaker Easter conference? What like what differences do you see him making, if any? What difference do I see him making? I haven't seen the system, so I don't know what I, uh, the roster itself is built to contend. But, again, I've seen Doc Rivers with a roster built to contend, and he hasn't done anything. Oh, Chris is really making me feel bad as a Sixers fan right now. So so not winning is not doing anything, correct? It, no, it's not, it's not the fact that he's not winning. It, no, it's not the fact he's not winning. You can win a lot of games and still not have a good season. The fact is, for example, if we're going to go to the Clippers – out of however many years he coached, at least a good four or five, they're supposed to compete for a championship and then get to the Western Conference Finals. You're right. So what does that mean? Which years? They did what? Which years? <laughs> Which years? Let's go. We can go with 20. We can go 2013. We can go 2014 when y'all beat the Warriors in the first round in that seven-game series. The year when y'all beat the Spurs in the first round in another seven-game series. We y'all lost the 3-1 series lead to the Rockets. Last year, when y'all lost to the Nuggets in another three-one series lead, that was unacceptable. That Nuggets won. That was unacceptable. That wasn't. That wasn't coaching though. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Oh, well, it was. Two, oh, had, oh, coach had to that too. Half and half is half and half. Because Paul George, Paul George specifically said they weren't making any adjustments game to game. Well, Kyrie, 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 Kyrie. Let me. Does that do? Does that do a coaching? Coach, Kyrie. Coaches make adjustments. Kyrie. His name's George Paul. Let's. His name George Paul. It's not Paul George anymore. Listen, man, Doc Rivers is not the worst coach, but you can't tell me why he's a good coach. Listen, you said out your mouth he was the worst coach in the Eastern Conference. I am never no, heard of that. But, but, Chris, but Chris had retracted that. Chris had retracted that. So, But where would you rank Doc Rivers in the Eastern Conference? Is he a top five coach in the Eastern Conference? Yes. Chris. Yeah. No, Chris, would you put him in the top five? Sure wouldn't. You win? Oh, hey, Name five better Eastern Conference coaches than Doc Rivers right oh, now. Oh, man. Chris, what? Okay, you didn't. Five. Who are you Wait, top why five is then? Brad Stevens better than Doc Rivers though? I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that one yet. I like Brad Stevens too, because I like his system and how he does, how he yeah, runs Mike it. His, his, nobody his, mentioned Mike Budenholzer and nobody mentioned Nick Nurse. But listen, Mike, 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 both of them are over Doc Rivers. You can't me? tell me Nick Nurse isn't. Eric Spoelstra, that's already four right there. You said Mike Bud is better than Doc Rivers. I would take him over Doc Rivers. Uh, I don't know how to feel about that. That's crazy. I don't know how to feel That's I'm iffy on that one, Chris. I'm, I'm iffy on that one. They, listen, they both they both share things in common. They do. No, but at least Mike Boonhoser has a system. Is worse? Is how is his worse? How is his worse? Is his worse? How? Yo, he yo he loses to the worst comp ever. You didn't say. He lost to LeBron. Lost. So how? Who? Budenholzer? Yes. 
Bro, what are you talking saying? about that? He just got scraped by, by Jimmy. Right. By, okay. Yeah, how many six? Wait, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Okay. See, you didn't tell me how he's not how he's not bad then. You didn't tell me how he's bad. You didn't say anything. You didn't say he was. Wait, Mike, but how you said he has the perfect talent to win a chip. A chip. He should be contending for a chip every single year with Giannis. Right or wrong? The perfect. Why are you? Talent. Why, are you perfect, why are you? Why are you losing? Perfect talent. You, who said perfect talent? Giannis. Giannis. What do you mean? He was the MVP. Per- what you mean? What, bro, what does that mean? Watch, what does that mean? Watch, if you watch the Greek Freak, I don't really think his talent is just. He's just physically imposing. I mean, that don't matter. That does not matter. Yes, it does. It does not matter. It does not matter. It does not matter. Shaq then. Say, say that. Please say that about Shaq then. Shaq played in the what? system. Play, Shaq played in the triangle. And he played with Pat Riley. Shaq but you don't think Shaq played with Shaq? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're talking about a triangle with Shaquille O'Neal. Shaq didn't. They won three. That does not matter. You guys really trying to say Shaq wasn't talented? Huh? The triangle. Listen, I'm just, listen, it didn't work. So it didn't work. Bro, it didn't matter if it worked or not. No, 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 that's not actually. Did, 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 did it work? Did it work? Right, so so, I'm, so you give Yas the ball, it's over with? Because he was getting clamped oh, by he was no, getting clamped by Drew Bullen. Throughout the whole year. That's 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 my point. Wait, a lot of perfect talent. Giannis operates on a perimeter. Listen, Elijah, my whole thing with you is that you're not giving credit to Shaq's physical dominance. Every player that no. talks about Shaq... You're talk, to, you're talk, no, what are you talking about? He said What are you talking about? Not, hold on, though, because we all talking about this at once. I said, I bring up Shaq because he said, whoever said it, Giannis, he said Giannis was just a physical specimen. Shaq was the same Giannis exact thing. The they call Shaq this. They compared Giannis to Shaq. That's how no. bad it is. Who, who like, did that? Himself. Oh, he's, he's, no, the most, he's been the most dominant since him. Yeah, he literally said he's the new Superman. He did say that. Now, he's wrong about on. that. Let me let me keep going though. Let me keep going though. Hold on. So my point is, the triangle benefited Shaq because it didn't matter with Shaq. It didn't matter if the play was set or dead. You give him the ball, he's going to score the bucket, right or wrong, or, or he's going to get fouled easily. Offense, he's going to work. It don't, it don't give a damn about no damn triangle. But the Greek freak got got clamped in back to back playoff playoff series, so I can't I can't say he's the perfect talent. That's a stretch saying he's the perfect talent. You you win an MVP, you're a perfect talent. No, oh stop, oh. Okay. Steph Curry, I'm, 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 I'm not even talking anymore. No, no, no. So so All Steve right. Nash was the, so so wait, so Steve Nash was a perfect talent. Oh my, what? Steve Nash is trash now, yo. That's so. Cool. Was Steve Nash the perfect talent? Because he won two MVPs. Was he the perfect That's talent? Fine. And yeah, was he, he, was he, he the perfect talent? Too. He won them. Was did I answer my question? Was he the was he the perfect talent? Answer the question. All right, you know what? Listen, he we got to had to have been. You know, Chris, all right, Chris. If you're yeah, gonna make yeah, that yeah, argument, yeah. if you're gonna make that argument, no, he wasn't. It was Kobe. Thank you. Okay, Kyrie. At least you're honest. At least you're honest. I appreciate. I'll be honest. All right, well, at least he said because you win MVP is the perfect talent. First of all, if everybody's the perfect talent right now, it's LeBron. He's won MVP every year. First Ask of all, if we're, gonna, if we're gonna say anything, hey, LeBron Ask ain't a perfect talent though. What? Oh, okay. All right, let's go to the first. Right, whoa, 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 no, no, no. How is LeBron not the perfect talent? Oh, he, he's, been t- he's been the ten NBA finals. How is he not the perfect talent? That's not pretty perfect to me. You can go to ten NBA finals. Did he win ten of them, bitches? 
I'm sorry. Oh. What? I'm sorry. How far is Jasmine? What? I don't care about Giannis. How, no, 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 that's no, no, not no. My point. No, no, no. No, this is exactly your point. How far is Giannis been? But he's the perfect talent, right? You said LeBron's not the perfect talent. Perfect talent. You can pay talent. for finals then. Yo, you know, you know, you know who's more perfect than LeBron? And I'm gonna say this right now, Kevin Durant. Oh my! What? Easily, easily, <laughs> easily. You're drunk. Easily, Kyrie. Kyrie. Yo. All right, let's go to Sixers. Let's go to Sixers. You are, you are intoxicated. All right, come on, come on. Let's, let's go to Sixers. Yo, please we go to the table. We're going to be here all night, bro. Please right, go. we're going to be here all night. We didn't even go to the Sixers. We'll talk about this off the air. Okay, okay let's go to the Philadelphia 76ers. They picked up Dwight Howard, and they picked up they, uh, they picked up Tony, Tony Bradley, too. Uh, he, they're great backups for Joel Embiid in case he gets hurt. You know, Joel Embiid's injury prone. How do you guys feel about uh, the signing of Dwight Howard? Uh, and I, so a lot of a lot of people a lot of people shit on Dwight Howard. Uh, a lot of people might a lot of people might not like him around the league or whatever. But honestly, he's he's not a double double guy anymore. But I feel like he's still a serviceable backup a backup center. He's proven that in LA. He shouldn't like he shouldn't be getting as much crap as he should because I feel like he still does his job when he's given the minutes. So I feel like him backing up Joel Embiid. You're right because there is going to be times when Joel Embiid's hurt. He's probably going to miss Tony. 10, 15 games here. You know, you, it's, it's a given. Low management. <laughs> Low management. Low I feel like Dwight Howard was the, per- the perfect center to back that up. You don't play them together because they're going to clash just like Al Horford and uh, Joel Embiid were doing. And the same thing when they had that log jam earlier when they had uh, John Mar- uh not John Moran, John Okafor and uh, Nerlens Noel. So, yeah. League ain't treat him right. Play them together. Ja Jalo Okafor? Yeah. They didn't treat him right. They didn't treat him right. NBA. He never made the self No, they didn't. They, they didn't that. allow him. They, they didn't allow him to, to make it fit. Yeah. I I could agree with that argument because they did the same thing to Michael Carter Williams. Well, Michael Carter Williams' biggest issue was him just not being able. He didn't have a mid range or a perimeter shot. Oh, he well, didn't. Well, he didn't need it. His rookie year. All the time. Okay, so you wanted him to play like all the time in the world, bro. Where, where were the Sixers going around in 2013, 2014? That was around the time they were talking about if, if they were asking if Kentucky, but I was like, uh, with the Harrison brothers could beat them. <laughs> oh, man, I did forget that. Like, are you uh, serious? Oh, they weren't going nowhere no time soon. So I feel, like I, feel like, I feel like they sacrificed MCW to get Joel and Best in it. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm behaving. Hey. Sacrifice because you see how he panned out. He was good one year. So it's Tyreek Evans. Okay. Uh, Kyrie, how do you feel? Like, so what grade are, are you giving the uh, Philadelphia 76ers for the you signing? So, so not even just the Dwight Howard uh, thing, but also because they got Seth Curry. I feel like that was probably their best pickup this season. Oh, he, man, we got to talk about the, the, the perimeter guys they added. You know, Danny yeah. Green. Well, I know people are going to clown Danny Green for the finals, but please look at his overall – like he is a great shooter, uh, not, yeah, a great and outside of that, he's a vet. He's a perfect vet to have around Joel Embiid exactly. and Ben Simmons. He's won championships. He's been there. He's done that. He's been that guy since not the guy, but he's he's been a winner since college. And I, I can tell you for the Spurs, and the he was definitely crucial for the Spurs winning uh, the, the finals. So please get me. He's doing his So I, I like that pickup. Yes. Um, so I I'd give the Sixers a B plus. A B plus. I'm gonna give him an A minus. Like just Danny Green, Seth Green. Like it was always with the Sixers. You felt like, yeah, we know we're gonna make the playoffs. They're in the middle of the pack in the Eastern Conference. But this is like the year 
where we could proudly say, I could see the Sixers competing for the finals, going to the finals. Whether they win the finals is a whole nother debate. I'm not sure. It's a lot of luck that comes in with that, but I could proudly say we could compete for the finals, barring any injuries, of course. We could compete for the finals or go to the finals. So I'm I'm gonna give them a, I'm gonna give them the B plus. I could agree with that, Connor. Huh? I said I can agree with that. Oh, I thought you said you can't agree with us not competing for the finals. I'm like, you crazy. <laughs> no, yeah. go, go ahead, Elijah. What what what, what grade are you giving the Philadelphia 76ers? Uh, I'll give it a C plus. I don't know if the moves will be able to because I don't I, I don't think that that'll allow them to be, to be a guaranteed conference finals appearance. Why not? Because of Joel Embiid. Actually, no, I'm, I'm, I can't even put that on him. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Why not? Their ability. Their oh. ability and their and their their eager to play the game is not has not shown in the playoffs whatsoever, and it shows it happens every year. Something happens where it's just like a whole motion will change, and a whole, a whole a, 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 the game will completely just flip, and the, and the series is just over with, and they go home. <sighs> That's what I'm worried about. Now, the only the, the, the only series that I say they did not do that was the, the Kawhi series, which was heartbreaking. But every other series, the, the Celtics series, that was that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, the Celtics, like the Sixers, that was just so disappointing. I don't even want to talk about that. That was just too disappointing. But I mean, yeah. I feel as though with these moves, if they don't make the conference finals this year, it's, it's a failure. So, you know what? Failure so already in Doc's first season? Is this a Doc's first season? So, are you guys saying if they don't make it to the conference finals, at least you think they they blow up the whole Joel and no, 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 definitely no. You have Doc there for what five years? No, you don't do that. Okay, just making sure, just making sure. A lot of people are saying if they don't make it, maybe it's time to trade you the best Simmons or Joel Embiid. Just two franchise talents, superstar talents. You know, no, but uh, I don't. I, I think they are an Eastern Conference team though, so I don't. I don't see that happening. Honestly, I think they. I think they can make it. Chris, so what do you what what grade are you giving the Philadelphia 76ers for their free agent signings? Well, I'm the friend of Danny Green, but Seth Curry was a great addition because y'all needed shooting. Uh oh, great. Could you put your uh volume up, Chris? I didn't I didn't hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you perfectly. So I was saying, um, I didn't like the addition of Jeff Green, but Seth Curry was Seth Curry was a good grab. So I mean, I'll give him a B plus. I also like the addition of Dwight Howard. He's going to be a good backup big, just as long as they don't play him and and be at the same time. They should be good. He's still very serviceable for what he does. Uh, I think the only thing that's standing between the Sixers now and really competing is Doc Rivers. I I really have to see what he's going to do with this talent that he has with this team. I want to see if he's going to try to put together a system, probably the first one I've ever seen, or is he just going to let the – Stars do what they do and just wing it. Okay. We just got to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's just a, a wait and see with them, to be honest with you. All right, you make that transition from Philadelphia. We go to Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, So what do you guys uh think about the Brooklyn Nets? The, they re-signed Joe Harris, four years, $75, $75 million. Uh. It's really nothing much to really talk about the Brooklyn Nets. They pretty much kept, you know, they still got Karis LeVert, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddle, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, possibly, possibly James Harden, or possibly uh, Bradley Bill, depending on Bradley Bill wants to move from Washington. So, you know, still possible. But until now, that's their roster. Uh, how do you feel about um, the Brooklyn Nets offseason? They kept their best, one of their best shooters, 
on the team, Joe Harris. So how do you ask about that? What grade are you giving I mean, that? I mean, they basically just kept the team intact. And I mean, maybe if they are planning to get hard in the bill, they're probably, they, I think they re-signed Joe Harris just as trade base, whatever team he goes to, he'll be there for um, more than just like a half a year, however long it may be. I mean, but like I said, they really didn't do much. So, I mean, I'll give, I can just give them a B because I mean, Keeping Joe Harris is good. I mean, you need shooting in the league now. Definitely need it. I mean, what about you, Kyrie? Um, I, I I'm happy with their offseason. Honestly, I really like the move they made for Landry Shamit. I think he's a really good backup point guard. I liked him when he was in Philly. I liked him when he was in um when he was in LA also with the Clippers. Uh, he just needs to keep that three point shooting consistent, and he just got to stay healthy. I really like that signing for them. Um, I feel like Jeff Green was a great vet signing. He's um perfect. I'm pretty sure he's close with KD. So I feel like uh, he'll be another great vet on that team. He can stretch the floor. He can score in spurts as he showed. And he's a uh, he's a pretty good defender. So I'll give them I'll give them a solid B. He was a and I do like I do bubble. like them He's the uh he's the perfect shooter to have alongside um Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Okay. I mean so what about you, Elijah? What do you think about the Brooklyn Nets? How do you feel about their overall offseason moves? Free agency. I feel like as of right now, it was not perfect, but close to perfect because they didn't lose anybody yet. And I feel as though if they're not going to end up going for James Harden, this is the perfect team they need to have for right now before they start playing because you don't know what happens when, when everybody starts trying to play together. But I feel like Jeff Green and Landry Shamet pickup was nice, especially for off the bench because now you got some solid – Defense and bucket getters off the bench. Jeff Green in the bubble was was perfect for the Rockets. Too bad they, yeah, that didn't work. But we all know that. But I'll give it a nice solid B. Right, right. Uh, I'm definitely gonna give this a solid B too. They definitely kept the the core intact, added some nice pieces. Brooklyn Nets, everyone's favorite in the East to go to the finals. Everyone thinks they're they're gonna be able to do it. I don't know. We never seen Kyrie, KD play. With Steve Nash being the official coach, I don't know. Everything looks good on paper. That's but, the only thing I'm worried about also. Yeah. So what, like Nash? Yeah, Nash. I mean, but like if you like Nash one had one of the highest basketball IQs for a guard ever. So it's like I'm more worried yeah, about definitely. Kyrie and he was like, I'm not that scared. Like I I mean, I would be confident in Nash, you know? Like I would be confident in him. Listen, I'm more nervous about Kyrie than Nash as of right now. Yeah, Kyrie be saying some stuff and uh Kyrie yeah, says, even, that's that's my thing. Like, how does he how does he manage those personalities, Kyrie and KD? But I think Kyrie and KD got to get Steve Nash first. It comes with respect, which I think Steve Nash obviously just his resume speaks for itself. You got to give him some respect. You he you know you got to give him the respect. He was one of the best guards of all time, so give him the respect that he deserves. So I, listen, I think I think Steve Nash should be able to lead this team uh, to the conference finals. I don't want to say finals because I'm still hoping hope for the Sixers to do that, but you know. If they make the finals, I won't be surprised. It's respectable. Respectable. So, we go from Brooklyn. We cross over to New, uh, the New York Knicks. They signed yeah. Austin, Austin Rivers. I don't even know how to feel about this. It's a three-year, $10 million. Uh, I just don't – I don't know why Austin Rivers decided to go to the Knicks. I, I just can't – I'm just really uh, – I, I don't understand. Be that. close to his father. Ah. Uh, Down the street from his father. Uh, Ah, I and see. I'm gonna be honest. You know, I'll take it from here. I'm actually not mad at the Austin Rivers pickup strictly because we ain't winning no games anyway. We don't need to win games, so and we ain't paying them that much. 
so it doesn't really matter. Three he ain't years, taking that much space. Three years, ten million. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's he, change. I mean, he clogs. I want it. I want it. I want to get Emmanuel quickly to shine. You know, get some more. You know, for him to shine. You know, but hey, I mean, Kyrie. So, what grade are you giving the New York Knicks on on this one? So, me personally, I'm 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 hard on the Knicks. So, I'm not happy with our offseason outside of our draft picks. To be honest with you, mm. I mean. We signed – we just signed a bunch of rentals, again, I feel like. When last year, we signed a whole bunch of power forwards and Bobby Porters, Taj Gibson. Uh, we signed uh, Julius Randle. And Julius Randle's the only guy that's on the roster still, I believe, out of them. Yeah. I um, um, don't really understand the Nerlens Noel pick either. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, they, they, they have a great rim protector. And the guy that already fills that role is Mitch Robinson, who's young. I think is it just for like the for Nerlens Noel being the backup? You think that's just yeah? But... You still got a lot of bigs though. That's the thing. You got a Mari Spellman, exactly. Obi, it's, it's 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 a lot of players. In our and right Obi, oh, I don't think the Obi would be playing the uh, necessarily the five. I think he make he that... played a four. Yeah, yeah. or you can slide Obi to the three as well. You know, it's not just you... being yeah, you but can, but he'll probably take advantage of playing a four. Okay, I mean, yeah, none so. of them can shoot. None of them can at all. Then on top of our on, on top of our non shooter we we have Michael Kidd Gilchrist and Alex Burks, who both who both are sus from three point from three point range, and Alfred Payton, who's a, I actually really like Alfred Payton. He's a good defender. He's a great playmaker, but he's not a scorer either. He's not a shooter either. He's good for maybe twelve points a game, but he's he's kind of like a Rajon Rondo. He's a pass first guy, and he he'll worry about his shot later. Right. So I'll, I'd, I'd give the Knicks – I'd give the Knicks a D, man. But it's just like, what do you expect them to do? P- make a push to win some games? It was just like, there ain't no point in winning games right now. As a running man, just rent a couple people and then keep it pushing until you get something better. I mean, why why rent these people, though, and we're not even flipping them into into better prospects or, or to better players, better pieces for ourselves? It's just – as of right now, nobody's coming in. I don't understand why. Like, why? Like, why hesitate? With what? With making a push to to try to contend. It's it's been what since 2013 since the Knicks made the We're play. Not, it's not. They're not ready yet. It's not even close to being ready yet. Nobody's nobody wants to come to New York. MSG to be uh, specific. Exactly. That's already been off the river. So they like he wanted to, but he. Wait. Wait, Chris, uh, I didn't hear what you were saying, Chris. You were saying something? I mean, they didn't really do much, but, I mean, they did get a bunch of rentals because they're technically still rebuilding, but at the same time, they did get rid of some pretty stupid contracts, so they're doing something, right? Well, man, I can't believe there was a time. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure Elijah and Kyrie thought Kevin Durant and Kyrie were coming to the Knicks. No. Don't, don't even lie. Don't even lie. No, no. you – you fail to realize what type of fans we are. Be honest. Be honest. You fail to realize what type of fans uh, we are. Colin, we've been through it all, bro. We know. <laughs> never for never once for a minute did I think we were getting Kyrie or Katie. Never. Mm-hmm. I, never I, I had more hope in getting Zion last year, but I, I already <laughs> knew that was sus too. So no. Yeah, I, yo, listen. Once Westbrook was dished at, I was praying we didn't get him because I because I knew that that that's something we would do for no reason. There's no. Listen, but but I'm glad we didn't make that move. So I give them another a bump in the grade for not doing that, not getting Russell Westbrook. <laughs> the best thing they could have done because it's just like you grab him and you're pretty much stuck for the next four or five years. You definitely ain't making. You ain't. You definitely ain't winning. 
All right. So we go from the next. We go now. We're gonna be. Huh? I mean, the next. I mean, it's nothing to talk about the next. I get a C minus. I mean, Austin Rivers was just, you know, like like Elijah say, you know, he gets to meet his dad more often. You know, that's how I'm looking at it. Uh, I, I just don't like you guys aren't competing for anything. I'm just at this point, you guys should just be looking forward to the draft prospects. Just seeing how Obi Toppin. Yeah, that's all we need. That's all. Yeah, we need. at this point, that's it's really all is it. You know, what I mean, just Emmanuel quickly, Obi Toppin. Just see how those guys pan out, and then you know, you just kind of take it from there. All right. Shout so out to New Jersey too, Miles Powell. Shout out to New Jersey. Yes, hey. sir. Yes, sir. Oh, so you guys signed them? You guys did sign them? Yeah. Hopefully, they'll take advantage. Perfect opportunity for him. I just feel like he just had nothing to offer besides just scoring, you know. And and you know, right. you know, you know who this yeah. same thing about when we signed him, bro, Alonzo Trier, and Alonzo Trier played well for us, and we did him dirty. But he's a different type of body. He 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 ain't, he ain't five eleven, six foot. And he ain't. He's still a bona fide scorer, nonetheless. Exactly, like Alonzo Ooh, was like six four. He was six three, six four. Like you know, definitely. I give him six two. No, I've I've I've. Heard people in person that are quote unquote tall, and they said he's shorter than he's shorter than them. Uh, well, I give it six foot six one on a good day, and that's still not good for any. And, and make, what makes it worse, he can't play point guard either. So it's just like you can't play the two because you're definitely too small. He don't even got the like the point guard instincts or like the willingness. It's just it's just not there, man. You know, he said he said six two on a good day. That still cracks me up, man. Six two on a good day. All right, we're going to move. We're going to go to the Central Division, the Eastern Conference, and the first team in the Central Division is the Milwaukee Bucks, quote-unquote, the perfect talent, right? Right, Elijah? Perfect talent? For what he is, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go over the, the Milwaukee Bucks all season. They got Drew Holiday. That's the big That's the big splash they made, honestly. It wasn't even free agent signing. That was just – Getting uh, moving Eric Bledsoe for Drew Holiday. Just I mean, just go about that. How do you guys feel about Drew Holiday? How do you think? How how does he improve the Bucks? Um, I think I think he brings another score. Um, that Eric Bledsoe really wasn't consistently to the Bucks. Uh, to the Bucks team. So I think he. I also he's a really good playmaker. So I think he'll fit uh, great alongside Chris Middleton and um Giannis. And de- defensively, their potential is even better. I feel like. He's probably he's obviously one of the best defense uh, perimeter defenders uh, that we have in the league. So I feel like he's a he's a big upgrade from from Eric Bledsoe. I mean, definitely, I like Drew Holiday. I've been a fan of Drew Holiday since he was playing for us in the Sixers. I, my biggest regret was us giving him away, trading him away. I always felt regret over that. Drew Holiday is going to make the Bucks a lot better, in my opinion. But then the question is their bench. They gave away DJ Wilson. Uh, they didn't. They didn't have a chance to get Bogdan. Then um, they didn't get a chance to get him. He signed with the Hawks. Uh, on that one. Yeah, their benches. I, I don't know. Their bench just looks pretty uh frail to me. I, I'm I'm just not sure. I feel like they signed some serviceable bench guys. Serviceable bench guys. So DJ Augustine, he's he's a pretty good backup point guard. You see, we he's like a starters. he's like he's like an all star backup point guard. So I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> Honestly, he's dumb official, low key. I ain't even gonna hold. <laughs> he, get all, he get to a buck. He get to a buck. Yeah, I'm telling you, he oh, will give you a buck man. in listen, a minute. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even about to go there with DJ Augustine. But who who else on there you think is serviceable for for the for the Bucks on the bench? I mean, they Tory Craig. They, they signed, signed Tory Craig. 
they signed Torrey Craig that was in Denver. Torrey Craig's a great defender. He's shown to become a, play, uh, a better playmaker also. He had to fill in a lot of games for Gary Harris last year where Gary Harris went down. So I think he's another good piece to have on that bench. Brent Forbes. Brent Forbes is a great shooter playmaker from um, from San Antonio. I would like him as another backup option too. And then they re-signed Bobby Portis because they weren't able to re-sign um, uh, Erson Ilyasova. Um, Erson Ilyasova, you, you do lose some some uh, some three-point shooting ability, but Bobby Portis is a pretty good uh, mid-range shooter, and he's a good post-up guy, and he can grab some boards also. Okay, I mean, it sounds like the Bucks. you guys probably making it clear to me they probably have a serviceable bench. So what do you think they stand in the Eastern Conference? You think they, they compete for the finals? I don't I don't have no – I'm going to just say this right now. I have no faith in the Greek freak anymore. He disappointed me. He's, I'm sorry. I don't even think wow. – I'm sorry. No, no, no faith in him. No faith in him. No faith in him. Sorry. No faith in him. Just be honest. Just being real. Uh, I, I, know, I, I, know, I know. I know. I know. I know. feels upset about that, but uh, yeah, that sorry. don't bother me because he's not my favorite like player. Oh, okay. I just, I'm just I, just, you know, I just the Greek freak is a dis- He's a massive disappointment for an MVP player. I'm sorry. I just gotta be honest with you. Uh, I understand why, but I can't really hold it all strictly on him. No, I'm not. But you know, he he he. Yeah, I'm not. You know, I we all know what he's done in the playoffs. So we listen. So where do so where do so where do so where do like the Bucks go? Like you think they could go compete for the finals? Just I don't, uh, I, don't I don't I don't think they're a a uh, how do I put this? I can see them making it to the second round, but depending on who that second round matchup is, that that's going to be a very tough, so a very tough series. So basically, they have the potential to make the conference finals, but this going to be going to be have to be a, a perfect year for the Bucks. Matter of fact, put it this way: I finally a, a solid, a perfect playoff season for the Bucks. Nothing weird happens. They go out, they go all out. Nobody folds or kind of dies down. I think honestly, Drew Holiday, the, the, the addition of him will add them a lot more poise, attitude instead of Eric Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe kind of his attitude towards the game doesn't really kind of intrigue me in a way because it seems like he's not really into the game as much as Drew Holiday is. Like he can go through the motions sometimes, right? Hence Drew Bledsoe, but uh, yeah. Shout uh, out Terry Chris. Rozier. <laughs> All right, seriously, Chris. Uh, so, so how, what do you think about the Bucks? So, so how do you think uh, they they go ahead and compete for the finals uh, from their off from their off season moves? The free mm, I, I don't. I could call an upgrade getting Drew Holiday. Wait, Chris, could you could you move into the your mic a little bit more? Can you hear? That's better. Yeah. I mean, I don't – I mean, I like the move of Drew Holiday. Um, I think Eric Bledsoe was really underachieving there. And I think Drew hasn't been on a contender – actually, he's never been on a contender team. But I think he would fit better. He's a better two-way guard than Bledsoe. So, I think he will uh, be a better fit to play alongside Giannis. I mean, they always had a roster to compete. But, like I said, it's just, it's just players not playing up to their standards – or choking, if you want to call it, in the playoffs, that the reason why they lose. I mean, choking, I think he's definitely choking. <laughs> it's definitely choking. I, I saw basically the Bucks. The make a break for them is literally matchup. Like there's got to be the right matchup. The Greek freak has to be able to show could make teams honest on the defensive end with his jump shot. I'm if sure he, he must have worked. He can't if he that, can't that, that doesn't. Wait, 
Wait. I don't necessarily think his jump shot solidifies a W, though. I, I think it does. I, I, yeah. It'll make him more, it'll make Not him more dentable. Not necessarily. It does. Yes, it does. But I don't it, – it, it's, it's hit or miss because I have the same problem with Ben Simmons. People – Stress with Ben Simmons shooting, but it's just like with him, he's not aggressive enough. Yes, if Ben Simmons was aggressive, he'd be Giannis right now. But he's he's not he's not Giannis. Right but on. but my well, but you don't think having that shooting ability is makes him like a tiger with wings? Like I that's think just the best case scenario with every situation. We we say that about a lot of people, and some of them end up not having a jumper ever, and they end up being still a great player. In my opinion, Bre- LeBron's jumper still isn't great. Uh, I mean, it's not great at all, actually. It's not, it's, it's not, not great, great at all. It's not great, but he great. keeps defense honest. Pretty good, though. Like, you went, you went there, you went there. You went there to leave LeBron open. You wouldn't say, oh, yeah, we're just going to go under the screen, just let LeBron just go ahead and shoot that. No, you're not no, going to. You have to go under the screen. You're not going to let Bron. You, you have to go under the screen. You, you're not, you're not going to let Bron just shoot that open three. You're not just going to let him take ha- it. I'd rather that. I'd rather die by Braun shooting threes than him running the paint and just running the show. Because once he steps inside of that three point line, either the ball's getting kicked out or the ball or the ball's getting scored. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. He's abs- he's absolutely right. But this is what I'm saying. You see how Braun's adaptable. You see how defense don't know what he's gonna do. That's what Giannis doesn't do. Giannis is predictable. In a way, but then his 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 supporting cast doesn't show up with him. Hence, Chris. Chris Middleton, he he will show up one game, and the next game he'll be like, Giannis, look at him like, yo, like that contract was unex- the Bucks giving him that contract ridiculous. And that was a mistake too as well, but uh, you know, it's, it's the best they got for now. <laughs> I feel like he should have left though. I feel like he should have left though. He should have left. I, I, yeah, should have left. Should have went to Miami. Miami already stocked up with they. They got they they got their goods. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go to the Indiana Pacers. What do you guys think about their free agency signings and their overall offense offseason moves? How do you think they compete for the playoffs? Who, who wants to go? Who wants to start first? I see a first round exit possibly. First round exit. Uh, how do you think about their uh, free agent signings? Uh, they only grabbed a, a couple hand. Well, they grabbed more guards, which I didn't. I didn't understand. Um, yeah. When they have two Holiday brothers, they have Victor Oladipo. They have. They have Jeremy Lamb. It's just they have they had a Jalen McHugh, which I I mean I like Jalen McHugh, but I don't think he's a, a good fit. I don't even think he's gonna even make the roster, honestly. Right. I mean, I mean pretty because uh, it's just like there's too much there him. already. Probably gonna be, he's probably gonna be a two way. Yeah, yeah. Pro G League to you know stuff Brogdon. like that. Bouncing back. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon. I forgot about Malcolm Brogdon. I'm sorry, but I feel as though their team is a great. I it's crazy. I love the Pacers squad, but it's just. Right now, are they beating the Nets? Are they beating the Celtics? Are they, are they beating, beating the Sixers? Nah, no. The Raptors. The, the I mean, they might get a Raptors run for the money, but I don't they could beat think... the. I could see them being the Raptors. Yeah, but even then, though, I don't know. I just it's still not like a definite. So it's just like I can see them. Uh, maybe, but I feel like this year it's going to be a lot different with Jason Tatum. I feel like he's just gonna, he's finally going to have his his break. I, I feel like. But yeah, I, feel I feel like that 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 breakout year is coming up. I'm just I'm just upset. Like the Pacers didn't really like they didn't improve their depth at all, and they shown like like when players go down, they're they're not deep, and they throw a lot of young guys out there that can't really hold their own. Yep. 
So that I feel like that's that's the main thing that's holding them back. So what do you think, Chris? How you think about the Pacers' offensive? I mean, uh, free agents, free agent signings, and their offseason moves all together. You think they compete for the playoffs? And I like I don't, I don't know what the Pacers are doing at all right now. To be honest with you, they just they they just one of the teams that they just got players. They gonna compete, but they ain't they ain't winning nothing no time soon. So it looks like you, they feel as though they, they they're good with their they're good where they're at, in my opinion. Uh, but I don't feel like they are. So the, so it's just the middle of the pack, just those type of basically. Guys. The middle. Of the pack. Yeah, I, I I honestly feel like they're satisfied with what they have, and I feel like they shouldn't be. Exactly. Because they're because yeah. they're. they're like one, two pieces, maybe away from from being like a. They're honestly, a they're honestly one because they have a big man. Because Sabonis is an all star. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, lo- I, I love him. I love him. He he's he's nice. Vic, Vic healthy, another one. So I mean, you get another. Wait, X. I want to touch on that. You think Vic Oladipo when healthy is a superstar or just an all star? No, he's an all star. He's not a superstar. all star. No, not superstar. Okay. No, no. There's only about a. A handful of those. When he maybe. he can get his teams far to the playoffs, he'll be he'll be a superstar. Right. Okay. okay. He'd be a he our our D Wade, I guess, in a way. I mean, cause I'm thinking like like offensively, he doesn't necessarily have a like a glaring weakness. And then defensively, he's always been one of like the best defensive guards in the league. So right. like, hell too. The same one, he's injury prone. And since his last injury, his most recent one, he hasn't been the same since he came back. Mm. Okay. I just wish he was given a team like this early on in his career so he'd be used to it. Because he started off with the Magic and that was hell. Okay. That was horrible. So I, I'd give the Pacers a D. A D. Uh, yeah, I mean, based off what you guys said, sign and be signing Justin Holiday. Uh, Cassie Stanley, their draft pick. I, I think he, he's a good draft pick for the Pacers. Uh, yeah, honestly, I give him a C-. minus. That's just me. I think about that, Chris. C minus D plus. C minus D plus. What about you, Elijah? I'll rock with a C minus. C minus. All right. So after the Pacers, we go to the Chicago Bulls. Yep, the Chicago Bulls. I mean, how you feel about their free agent signings? How you feel about their offensive moves? You think they compete? They make the playoffs? Or are they still bubbling? Taking that, taking that step to make it to the playoffs. Oh, what do you not. You're not making the playoffs. They're not. No. All right. Because they they didn't add anybody. They didn't really add anyone in free agency. I mean, two draft picks and they lost Chris Dunn. I mean, I don't see how that's a. All they they really. The only good thing they did was they got a good coach. That's it. I mean, Chris Dunn. I mean, so so is he he another guy you look at? Do you say he's a bust too? Considering like. uh, Do you say yes? Yes. 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 He's a bust. But okay. Chris Dunn's my boy. I hate to say it, but he 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 was supposed to really be he was really supposed to be him like with the Timberwolves, bro. And I'm I'm mad he blew that opportunity. I feel like him and Carl Anthony Towns had potential to be a deadly duo, bro. Oh. And Andrew Wiggins. Eh, I'm not high on Andrew Wiggins. I don't know. I mean it just would have been it just would have been I feel like it would just have been a young, a young fun team to watch. And I feel like they could have I don't know, maybe if they did find that will to win that the Timberwolves don't really seem to lack, I feel like Chris Dunn could have honestly provided that because he's a grit and guy, a grit and grind guy. Like he's a tough, he's a tough guy. He he digs deep and he's a good defender. So I feel like he could have really he could have brought a lot of that to the Timberwolves if he had more time there. But um yeah, I, th- I think I think his his talents went down the drain at this point. Hmm. All right. 
So now we move on to the Detroit Pistons. I like the draft draft signings. I like the well the free agent signing of Jeremy Grant. So they signed him to a three years, sixty million dollar contract. Uh, how do you how do you guys feel about him going to the Pistons? I, I, that was I a dumb move. That was yeah. a dumb move. I mean, I, I I didn't like it. I don't I don't know why, but the Pistons signed so many big men this offseason, bro. They need because like, they need a big man. Uh, but, so that it's kind of like Big Griffin not being on the team any longer. You think? I think. Yeah. I feel like he's honestly done up. To be honest with you, right? They need. To, they need to get rid of Griffin and Rose. Need to leave. Yeah, they got to like Killian Sean. I mean, so I like Jeremy Grant though. I feel like this is. I don't like him on that team at all. Yeah, I don't like him on the fit. Yeah, that's just a bad. I don't see. I don't. He should have. I mean, that was his decision. He should have stayed right? with them. De- de- I mean, oh, this, is his his decision, his, decision, right? this is his decision. It yeah. is. I'm not. I can't if he, hate on what he, he wants to do. I just no. don't like him. I, I don't. I don't understand the move. I would if he was leaving. I would have went to either a contending team or a better team. Period. I wouldn't. I, yeah. Why did he leave the Nuggets? Like, I don't know. To, was, like, I wish he resigned. I wish he resigned. I I love them in the, in the Nuggets system. No, honestly, yeah. The best case scenario would be him resigning and continuing on what they had started already. Because like, Mike Malone was perfect fit. But it's crazy because they resigned Paul Millsap though. They kept Paul Millsap. I don't. Understand. I thought they were done with him. That's what I'm saying. Which is weird. I don't. I'm confused. I mean, but they don't, sign, they don't sign to a one year deal, so it didn't really mean anything. Yeah, so, but it's just like I'd rather you. I mean, look at it. When you, when Grant, you, so who would you rather start, Jeremy Grant or Paul Millsap? I would lean to Jeremy, Jeremy Grant, me personally. Definitely. But in my opinion, I feel like that wasn't even the point, though, because they could have kept Jeremy Grant and Paul Millsap. But I feel like Paul Millsap probably should have kind of went back off to the bench and let other people like. I want to say Michael Porter Jr. started the four or eventually take up most of them four minutes. Because right now, he's more important right now than Paul Millsap. Because Paul Millsap is injured a lot. His, his his output isn't as good as it used to be. So it's just like you might as well start moving on. I want to start Michael Porter just yet. One more year. Not yet, but he should start taking up a, most of those 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 minutes at that four spot. Gotta start ramping, four spot. start ramping up his reps. That's what I mean. So I feel like Keeping Jeremy would have been a lot better, in my opinion. But I mean, but if if we dig into these other uh, Pistons signings, though, I mean, Josh Jackson, he's a bust. He's, he's a, a got Wayne Ellington, Jalil Okafor, Mason Plumley, Trevor Ariza. For a bust, Wayne Ellington. He's just a travel man. Uh man, so many busts. They got Delon, right? Yeah, they they signed so many big men, but they they really only lost. I mean, they lost three. They lost three. Three or four big men last season, but the ones that they signed, they I, I don't see how they really fit in with what Dwayne Casey's trying to do. He might get fired again. <laughs> That's not his fault, though, in my opinion. You, you don't think it's his fault? I think Dwayne Casey got done dirty. Mm. So, so Colin, yeah. So if they do go, if you do go, if they do go ahead and trade on Blake Griffin sometime this season, who do you see them getting in return, or what kind of pieces do you see them getting in return? Well, that Let's depends. Get draft picks. Well, that depends on Blake Griffin's value in the market. How highly valued is he? Like, what do teams look at Blake Griffin? Do they think they get him and then they make that contention for the for the finals? Because at this point, Blake Griffin is what 31, 32? So I mean, honestly, you gotta look at he's on the older side. The athleticism is still there, so he doesn't rely on the athleticism as much. So you could tell he's he's focusing on the long term rather than the you know short term keeping his body durability. So I guess 
and that's my point. Like his his value is really low right now. So I don't. I feel as though his value isn't low for Corsair because of his play, but I feel like because of his his attitude towards the locker room and the game itself does not match up to what he's supposed to be. Right. I mean, so all star. I mean, so I, what team could he go to? I mean. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. Well, he can't, honestly, I don't see a team that really would want him or need him as of right now. Because he's he's not like he's not a good enough shooter to go to be on a contending team. But you can't put him on a rebuilding team. Do you do you see the Spurs trying to get rid of Lamarcus Aldridge and trying to get him? That is no. Pop, that is terrible. I don't think Pop doing that. Pop not dealing with him. Pop not dealing with him. Yeah, weirdo. Pop not dealing with. Yeah. Pop like weird weirdos. Lakers <laughs> are like a, a. Why are you weird? Like you shouldn't be on some weird stuff. <laughs> like why are you weird? It was just a thought. I was just thinking of the twos. Listen, I mean, man. and 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 fantasy, yeah, it will work. But Blake, I don't know. That, that that doesn't seem like a pop guy to me. I'm trying to see what playoff team could Blake go to, but I just can't think of a team. You know that. I... Let's, let's look at his skill set now, though. I mean, he he can shoot the ball now. He's better at shooting the ball off of the dribble now. And he's he's always been a really good passer. He, you know he's going to get you some boards, rebound, I mean, block shots. What about him is his is his durability. The durability is always going to be a main factor. I mean, like Many I said, ago, I mean, I mean, I hey, I mean, hey, just 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 take him over to, to the Wizards. You can see what uh, Bradley, Bill Russell, and Blake Griffin do. Hell no, they got Rudy Hachimura. <laughs> Why would they do that? Who who? Rui Achimura. The Wizards have Rui Achimura. That was their draft pick last year. I mean, listen, the Wizards traded for Russell Westbrook. I'm still mind, but we're going to touch on the, on that a lot later. But uh, so, so, I mean. We should end on that, actually. We should we should definitely end on that. Uh, all right. So I'm going to the, I'm give the Pistons a, a, a D plus. Yeah, I was just about to ask you. Yeah, I'm giving them a, a D plus as well. I don't see anything. Josh Jackson's a bust. That's crazy. Just three years ago, they was making Kawhi Leonard comparisons for the guy, and now he's just Kawhi. Yes, they was giving him Kawhi Leonard comparisons for Josh Jackson. They was looking at him as a. I'm D-plus. glad I didn't see that. I'm yeah. glad I didn't see that. No, they were giving him Kawhi Leonard comparisons. Yeah, I saw Jalen Brown. I, I didn't see. Uh, no, they was giving him Kawhi Leonard. Andre Iguodala. Andre Iguodala's a, a great player. I think he's yeah. I mean yeah. But they was giving the Kawhi Leonard comparisons. I, I remember the comparisons because I remember each obnoxious comparison. Like oh man, I definitely remember the obnoxious comparison. I don't even get started on Andrew Wiggins. But Chris, so what? What grades? What grades you give the um, Detroit Pistons? D minus. D minus. Yeah, Elijah. D minus. D plus. I'll give him a D. I, feel, I really, I do feel bad for Dwayne Casey though. I really feel bad for him. Yeah, he, I, yeah. I, I honestly feel like he's been getting done, done dirty a lot lately, and I don't, <laughs> I don't appreciate it. I, don't, I didn't like. Right listen, now, I didn't. I, I, it, it was the right thing to do, but I did not like him getting fired by Toronto. But it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. But it's like one of those things, like like Mark Jackson getting fired by the Warriors. Like you know, you kind of didn't like it, but no, that's no, that's Stone Cold dirty. We can't talk about that right now because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a rant. It was the that's right. It was thing. the right thing to do. It was the right Why? thing to do. It was the right mean? thing. To, it was the right thing to do. No, that was. It, that was I, I didn't that like was, it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't like yeah. Firm, man, you don't want to coach no more because of that, yo. You don't want to coach no more because of that. Honestly, I feel like Mark Jackson can still coach. He should get a coaching job. He don't he want to because he lost what he had. What you mean? Ah, listen, if, if he can build up that war, Colin, yo, and y'all know they give all 
all black coaches get like the the jobs nobody wants, but who'll probably end up coaching the Cavs or something. <laughs> hey, listen. Alvin Gentry got get got thrown to the uh, damn Pelicans. Like, listen, damn. I would I would love to see Mark Jackson coach Kyle Sexton and Darius Garland. But you know they got no. nowhere. No, no. you want to put no. him in Cleveland? No, why? I feel That's like he could saying. develop. He could develop. Like if he could work no, with Clay it's people like y'all, it's people like you, bro. No, he don't need that. Let him rock what he had before. Right? Nice all right, all right. <laughs> bro. He got left, bro. You know how many chips he just got robbed from, bro? <laughs> I mean, I, I no. I agree. I, I wasn't. A, I guarantee listen, he's not gonna coach no more. He <laughs> he listen, listen. I would just, I would just, I would just say this real quick. Wow. For Mark Jackson. I was not a fan of it, but it was the right thing to do because that Steve. I said I did like Mark Jackson, but Steve Kerr works a lot better for that backcourt. Steve Kerr does work. I mean, he did wonders. I mean, it, it works a lot better. I, what do you think? What do you think for Steve Kerr though? He prepped them for Steve Kerr, bro. I mean, see, and that's why Steve Kerr is such a po It's like, is he a great coach? A lot of people would say, yes, he's a great coach. And then a lot of people would be saying, hey, 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 yo, this. Mark Jackson has Steph Kerr back when he was really injury prone. I, I know. That it's, is true. It, it's just a, I mean, like a, it's like a 50-50 thing. It just depends on how you look at it. Some people say Steve Kerr is an overrated coach. He just he just got lucky. I think he's right. in the middle. He's not a bad coach at all. I'm not I don't think that. Steve Kerr is a bad coach. I don't. I don't. But I, don't I feel think... like this year will kind of prove what where he stands without Clay. I mean, I feel like he already kind of proved he's a good coach. He's not. A, I can't say he's a great coach yet. But he's, he's not a great very, coach, but he's not bad. He's a very he's good. He's he's, he's he's a good. He's a good coach. I can't. I can't. I can't hold him for now. He's way better than uh Dan Walton. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wait! Oh, wait! Wait! All right, let me ask you this. So, 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 do you think Steve Kerr is a better coach than uh, uh, Doc Rivers, Chris? Yep. Don't that that's no brainer. Come on now. Oh, all right, Chris. That's a no brainer, Chris. Okay, Chris. So you don't think that Doc Rivers, if he was on, the, if he was the Warriors coach, could have won championships with them? No. Was because you Whoa. nobody oh. nobody oh. has told me his system. Yo. I'm waiting on the wow. answer to that question. Wow. It had listen. It's more than just talent that wins you a championship. That's cap. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. That's cap. That's cap. That's cap. That nigga David cap. Black got a chip, don't he? <laughs> no, he didn't get it. He didn't get it because he got he fired. LeBron. C- 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 LeBron said, "Yeah." Oh wait, hold on. Wait, so wait, wait. What? Yeah, LeBron fired him. Wait, wait, wait. See, you mean to tell me <laughs> teams win chips based off of talent or talent alone? Ah, no. Okay, let me. Home, but uh, listen, there's a it's a very it's a strong factor. Warriors that had KD, Steph, and Clay, yeah, like I, yeah, I think Doc Rivers can win a championship with those three if he could do it with. Respect, with if, that, if, if you don't think he can win with that squad, you disrespectful, bro. Exactly, that's disrespectful. Why am I being disrespectful? Guess, you didn't tell bro, me you system. Vi- you bro, listen. Yo. If you want to go back to the championship, you away. Who put that defense in place? It wasn't Doc Rivers. It was Tom Thibodeau. Okay, so where's Chris. the system? Chris, Chris, so look at it this way. If he could if he could win a championship with a big three of aging veterans like Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett. That don't mean nothing. You don't have a system. It doesn't mean the Warriors don't have a system. Wait, Chris. It doesn't mean nothing. You don't have a system. Chris, Chris. Chris camera Chris, you have. Chris, which big three is better? Clay, Steph Curry, and Draymond, or Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett? We all know who's better, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you don't have a system. That's what I'm saying. For real. If you, if you don't believe me, just look at the 0-4 finals. 
Who was the better team? Who had way more talent? But who yeah, won? But the but the how many how many times you see a team like the Pistons? You said oh four. Yeah, oh four. The Pistons like, but Chris, how often do you see like team like the oh Detroit Pistons God. that lack a superstar? Or, well, time, honestly, well, honestly, or another bro. one, two two thousand eleven. That's another one. Who was the better team? But Dirk Nowitzki's a superstar, Hall of Famer. Come on, now. Don't don't, don't disrespect them. disrespecting him. Who disrespected Dirk? Who disrespected Dirk? Like no, no, that's a superstar. Who, who disrespected Dirk? Who disrespected him? If you didn't answer my question. Okay, who's the superstar on that 04 Detroit Pistons team? Nobody. But the Jazz right. had Dirk Nowitzki. That's a superstar Hall of Famer. Don't disrespect Dirk. Right. That's one player, Colin. But that's, that's one player. That's the talent, though. The oh my, Pistons, that's why I'm telling you. Never mind. Never mind. Their squad wasn't trash, though. They, they didn't have a trash squad. A lot of good role players. Exactly. Yeah, how that, often? That squad was not trash. Chris, how right. often? You, you right. No, no, no. This is the point. That's what, that's exactly what I'm saying. You see the system that Rick Carlisle put in place to be able to go out there and win against a better team with better talent. That's what I'm saying. You got that one. Okay. The talent don't got nothing to do wait, with you it. Said, wait, wait. You said 2011, right? That was yes. 20, yeah, Mavs and uh, the Heat. That was the Heat. Yeah, they had Dirk Nowitzki, a star. Spolstra, and they, Eric Spolstra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you do after that? What, what, do you, what do you do after that? What, what Doc Rivers did. He won a quick two, and then that shit just you know. Man. And he just and he just took a team with he just took a team with one all star yeah. back to the final with no superstars back to the finals. Yes, yes. Cool. I mean Jimmy Butler is Jimmy Butler is a superstar. No, he's not a superstar. No, 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 no he's not a superstar. No, 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 no. Okay. He took a team with no with no superstars back to the finals. I think Bam Bam has that potential. Give him two no, more he, years. No, no, he's not, he not a superstar. Super, no, 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 he's not a superstar. Yeah. No, two more years. He takes that. No, lead no, 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 no. What do you, what years, do you no mean? Nothing. Wait, what do you mean by that though? Like he's, a, he's an all star. He's a certified. He's a certified. Certified all star. Then I feel like he takes that leap into that superstar. Maybe two years from now, I think he'll he's be the. Not a, no, he's not a dominating presence. He's a great. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. He's not a superstar presence. Okay. Cause like, cause like you said, yeah. there's only there's only but legit five, maybe six, twenty-two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, give Ben twenty-four, twenty-five. I think Ben. What do y'all mean by best. like? No, but hold on. What do y'all mean by superstar though? Like, I like he's like the like the lead, the franchise guy. He takes his team to the conference. So what do you mean like Anthony Davis? Anthony Davis. Well, Anthony Davis had horrible. Well, he didn't have horrible. No, health. but that that he's a, he's he's. At his position, he's a superstar. Is it? Anthony Davis position. is a superstar. Bam can get twenty and ten. That don't mean he's a superstar. Okay. But if his team, if his team wins with that twenty and ten, then yeah, he's a superstar. If it, if he's, he's not going to be benefiting the most of him getting twenty and ten every night, and they're winning, he's a superstar. Who? Wait, name other superstars though, because this this that that word is getting thrown out real. real okay, boring. so you got Kevin Durant, you got LeBron, you got Kawhi Leonard. Some people, <laughs> some people would say the the Greek freak. Some people, many people took him off their superstar status. The body, no, he ain't a superstar. Steph yeah. Curry, Dame, Russ. Uh, Russ? Don't, 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 don't Russ. No, 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 you, no, you put you put Harden over Russ and 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 no. Are oh, you right? I should have said harder first. You're right. I was just going point guards. I was just thinking point guards. Okay, okay. Russ, no, Russ, Russ still ain't no superstar if you think of Trey point guards. I, I think Russ is a superstar. 
Sure no, no, no. As a no. point guard or, or just overall no. in league terms? Don't, don't matter what you think. He's a superstar talent. That's what you got to worry about every night, bro. He's a superstar talent. He's not a superstar player, though. Chris said it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> listen, man. I Listen, I like Russ. Listen, when, I don't when, when, when somebody diminishes a stat line, that yeah. says a lot. Yeah, that does says a lot. Like people say, he oh, really bro, ruined an accolade. Crazy. I've never seen a superstar ruin an accolade. Exactly. Like so people, oh, but he went three seasons with uh, triple doubles. Okay, what are you doing in the playoffs with those triple doubles? He first. Oh, you was, you was on that bandwagon train. I loved Russell that first year, 2017, and then it was after that when you had help with Paul George and Carmelo, and it was just like, come on, Russ. Like, Niggas you... blamed it on Melo. That's a damn shame. Right, true. Niggas yeah. went to the L.A. I really, and thought, that was to... I really you... thought that was unfair to Melo, too, because that was definitely Paul George and Russell. Like, Melo was just, you know. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. Like, but they got knocked out the first round the same the next year without him too. Exactly. So it was just I like, know, Russ, oh man. Like I, at this point, I look at Russ from an entertainment value. You just go to watch Russ because he's just yeah, like, he's a superstar talent. That's exactly what I mean. He must see TV superstar exactly, talent. He ain't exactly. a superstar though. Exactly. He ain't right. a superstar not, though. Not a superstar. Not a superstar. So um, Cavs, Kyrie would. Uh, I ain't even gonna say that. No, Kyrie no, 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 no. Kyrie, Kyrie. I don't. I don't. I give you a solid. Three or four superstars right now. There's about three okay. or four of them. All right, go ahead. Three That's, four them. That's fair. Just Steph, Bron, KD, and Steph can, is a superstar. Steph is a superstar. You can, you can, you can cry. You can. I, I, Steph and Dame. Dame is he, he ain't. He ain't. He ain't beat Curry yet. So he's a superstar got. point guard. I give Dame a superstar point guard. We're talking strictly point guards. He's a superstar point guard overall. Then once I said Russ, y'all all y'all attention turned to Russ. Like, like but Damian Lillard, but Damian Lillard is better than Russ. I mean, we've all seen that firsthand. Sure is. Huh? Yeah, yeah, sure is. Sure. Yeah, all right. That's great, better than Russ too. Let's be honest. Uh, definitely. All right. So would you throw Kyrie? Would you say Kyrie better than Russ? Yep. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I guess we're clear then. I mean, yeah, those are superstar guards. I don't, Russ. Yeah. That, that if West you Brooklyn, if you want to just look at his stats, that's why he was saying. I think there's a solid four, though, and Kawhi hanging on by a thread. He didn't, he didn't fucked up last year. He hanging on by a thread. That's probably the only thing I can actually agree with you with, because that stuff you said about Kevin Durant still sitting with me. He oh, he's a he's, – he, he's a – whoa, he's a generational talent. Boy, that – boy. He, I've no, never no, no, seen no. something like that before. Let me talk. I never disagree with you on that. I you just said, said he was the perfect talent. That's I where I disagree with you. You said LeBron wasn't. Then you said LeBron wasn't. You said LeBron wasn't the perfect talent. So I don't and, – and when I say hey, Andre Drummond, I said he's a perfect bait at the deadline. Like, they're going to trade him at the deadline of Andre Drummond because clearly it doesn't make sense to him to stay on the cab. But you said – it still kills me when you say LeBron's not a perfect – I don't know what other player besides Bron isn't the perfect talent. Just mix of this. He's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a perfect athlete. He's the most perfect athlete the of all perfect time. perfect talent. Stop. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. LeBron, we got, the, we got his old team next. We got his old team coming up next. He took, he took the one of the worst teams to the NBA Finals. Give that Two man – the worst teams. Oh seven, yes. Oh seven, please don't ever disrespect LeBron. Perfect talent. You know, you're not you're not understanding when when I say about talent though. You're not you're not okay. So 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 define talent because I'm I'm lost. What I mean by talent is strictly like what you have in in in, in your arsenal right now. Bron does not have KD's arsenal whatsoever. Not even close. So you think Kevin Durant's a better player than LeBron? It I'm just asking. It's, 
It depends. Because, listen, if you're going to say something Kyrie-ish, because Kyrie said something about Kevin Durant was the most clutchest player, clutchest teammate he ever had. That was some BS. Because we all know that was LeBron. He, he he got some, I don't know what's wrong with him and LeBron, but that's why he said it. What do you, LeBron, oh my gosh. You cannot disrespect Bron like that, man. LeBron disrespect is crazy. That's just so. So 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 basically, you want you want LeBron shooting your last shot, which he hasn't done yet. He what? He hasn't done yet. You must not have seen the Raptors series when he was doing it. It's like consecutive games. That's that's in regular playoffs. I'm talking about in a chip. Katie did it in a chip. Okay, he did. Do LeBron? Wait, wait, he did it in a chip. Wait, so uh, wait, are you saying are you saying what LeBron game winner did he clutch? hit? Kyrie hit the game winner. He did, but you saying LeBron James isn't clutch? So what about against what about Miami in game seven against San Antonio? What you mean? The, the San Antonio shit, uh shout out he you 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 thank Bron for missing the jump shot and Chris Grob Chris Bosch grabbing the ball and giving it to Ray Allen. I said game seven. I didn't say game six. He wasn't gonna make game seven if it wasn't for Ray Allen. You still talking about this, Ray? I'm talking about game seven. We we passed game six. I'm talking about game seven. Okay, Brian, I'll say them. What happened in game seven? LeBron didn't close that series out? Come he on. didn't close that game out? Come on now. He just ought to close the shit out. <laughs> Wait, I just want to understand something. So do you think LeBron's not clutch? So is that why? Is if, that he was your- clutch, if, if he was clutch, he wouldn't be giving the ball up as much in the last two minutes of, uh, of the fourth quarter. That's just LeBron. And that's facts. And that's just facts. That, that, is, that is facts. That's, Hold that's, on. Wait that, a second. That, wait that, a second. That, but, but that's but LeBron. What do you mean? The nigga AD wait, just took his shit for him again. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is Magic Johnson clutch? Well, you know, he is clutch, actually. He is. He has, so, he has some shit. Yeah, so is, Magic actually, Johnson's clutch, but not LeBron James. But LeBron James is a way better Magic Johnson. He is way better. Uh, yeah, he is. Oh, uh, I was about to debate that. Yeah, too. Man. Wait, no, no, it's the fact. No, it's the fact that he said Magic Johnson's clutch, but Magic Johnson doing the same thing LeBron's doing. He don't always shoot the last shot. I've seen him hit a couple hook shots for a game winner, though. In a, in a <laughs> you see how many hook shots you hit a game winner besides the one against Boston? Shit, that was the most important one. Ron ain't got what one other, of moments. What other, what other one did he hit? Ron don't got one of them moments, though. What? A hook shot or a game-winning shot? A hook shot or a game-winning shot? It don't matter. It don't. Yes, it Magic do. Magic finished the game off of his scoring point. Ron don't finish the game off his scoring bucket. So, so, is, so is your wow. definition of clutch the game-winning shot or closing the game out? Because maybe we just have two definitions of clutch. Like, what's your definition of clutch? It's both, actually. But Bron will – if Bron is so clutch, right, I'm, how come he got six – what, we got six finals losses? Come yeah, on. Six. Stop counting the uh, – yes, you should count it officially, but I don't count the 07 one. I really don't. That was one of the worst teams. The 07 one is fine. He can, he can have that. I don't – No. Really absolutely. Mind joint. That was the prime Spurs. They got I, I said that don't count. I said that don't oh, count, though. It's I fine. Said, That's cool. I, you I don't hold that against him. I don't hold that against him because nobody was winning that, Jay. And no, nobody was winning that. I definitely wanted those uh, the uh, uh, 20 lesson. Kevin Durant added wait, to that. Hold on. Wait, time out. Wait, time out. He was a clutch against the Warriors? Which he one? The one 3 1? Yeah, what, he was had back to back 40 games. He had back to 40 point games. Triple double. Triple double. Let's add that in there, too. Heck, in That's the series before fine. that, without no, in the series, in the series, in the year before that, without his two co-stars, he still led the finals in, all, in various stats. Well, he's not he clutch. Closed, he should have closed out that series though. He was up two one. Oh, oh, I mean, 
He he was up two one. So, was so, so, home so, and so the Rams wait wait. So the Rams gonna close out that series. Kyrie, what's going on, Kyrie? So is the Rams gonna close that series out? Hell yeah. Yeah, you're <laughs> so drunk. What? Yeah, you're yeah, you're drunk. <laughs> okay, listen, Book gonna close out the Warriors when he's up three one. All right, let's, that's Russell Westbrook for you. That's the prime example. That's that, that that's the start of Russell Westbrook right there. <laughs> All right, well, that was both of them. Don't blame the Westbrook. That was Katie's fault too. It was both of them, but mm, right, yeah. it was both of them. But so you're right. But but without without co-star Kevin Durant is one of that 2015 final series. Come on now. Stop. And listen, if you want to be technical too, I say 60 60% Russell, 40% Kate Kevin Durant. So. That 2016, so when they yeah when they blew that to the Warriors yeah so I, that's being technical. The legend. Yes, yes. Then he you went. Said with that 2015 series when I just took co-stars. Yo. All right, let's let's go. All right, everyone gave their grades for the Cleveland Cavaliers in the Central Division. We're gonna go to the last division in the Eastern Conference. We're gonna go to the Miami Heat. They pick up Avery Bradley. He's a he's a defensive minded point guard. He's a, he's a he's a good he's a solid passer. Uh, I, I like it. I like it for the Heat. I, I do. I like it for the Heat. He fits the Heat's culture. What Eric, Eric Spoelstra wants. How do you guys feel about this? Like, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on the Heat? You think they you know they they compete and they sign more Harkless too. So it's definitely you know, they're gonna be scary. They're gonna be scary. They're gonna be scary. Exactly. So yeah. Mo Harkless and Avery Bradley. I, I love it. I think you know, like the Mo Harkless pickup over Jay Crowder. You know, like I mean, I feel like that replaces Derrick Jones Jr. as well because yeah, Derrick Jones Jr. just a high flyer defense. I feel like that kind of he trades off with them too because Mo Harkless is actually decent with, with the Clippers as we remember. I I'll be honest. I don't know if the Heat are going to go back to the finals, but I think they'll be very competitive. It's going to be yeah, the no, I de- getting I back to the finals. I don't know. know. The game back to fun's gonna be difficult. I think that he could, just speaking from a fan perspective, but as a Sixers fan, it'll be us going to the finals. I, 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 I that much belief in us. Yeah, yeah, might lose. Yeah, yeah I just don't. I don't think the Heat really added too much else to their depth. Like I'm, that's because they think they're dangerous. That's why added outside of like more big. I, I feel like they could have just added more size, but still, they they didn't do that outside of drafting Precious Achiwa uh, in the draft. But yeah, I don't. I don't. They, they didn't really make, like, a big move to me. So, what's your grade? So, did, did you give into the Heat, Kyrie? Like, what grade are you giving to the Heat? I'm going to give him a C plus because I like Avery Bradley. I feel like Avery Bradley is going to be a good Really? One. I, I feel like a B is definitely deserving today. Avery Bradley is definitely – he fits the Heat's culture. That's why I loved it so much. I think that's why, you know, he wanted to go to the Heat. I, I give him a B. What, what about you, Elijah? I'll give it a – I'll give it a B minus. Simply because I think they don't have a, a sure set backup for Bam yet, hmm. which hurts. Myers, so so Myers, so Myers Leonard, he doesn't know. Oh, I forgot they did that BS. They shouldn't have gave him that bread though. I, I'm, I'm they gonna say that. Should have gave him that bread, yeah. But I feel like he's a he's a solid backup for Bam. But, so I, I mean, if, if anything, you grab Ibaka at that point. You but, make a shot for Ibaka. Should have grabbed Ibaka. I was hoping they. I mean, hey. But they didn't. They didn't really play Myers Leonard. He didn't even seem like to to have a role in their system when it came time down to. Because he really, he, he really doesn't. I mean, he he works well, but I mean, he really lacks on defensive end. I either. I'm good. So how would y'all fit? How would y'all feel about Serge Ibaka if he was on that Heat squad? You think that'd be a perfect fit for you? 
He fit well in there. Yeah, yeah. I definitely love Cedric Boggles to the Heat. I think, you know, you should definitely consider that. So, Chris, so what grade do you give the Heat on, on it, you know? I was give him a C. Let's see. All right. Let's start having my phone. All right. We go from Miami to Orlando, the Orlando Magic. They're free agents. Automatic B. Automatic B. No, they no, they no, they get an F actually. F? You went from B to F? What happened? No, I said I said automatic D, but I meant we're, Oh. F, I was gonna say, how you go from B to F? Are you kidding me? No, like, that's an F. I mean, so why? Just you wanna give them explain why you give them the F? They stuck in that Orlando hole. It, they that that is like the worst location for any developing player to go to as of right now. One of the worst. I feel like drafting Cole Anthony was just like talent wise, he's definitely like a top five pick talent wise. Just like he was the number one point guard in the 2019 class. It's just you said perfect. top five pick talent wise. Cole Anthony, are you kidding me? He's the- you are tripping. He was a lot of top five marks going into the season before. What's he- wrong with Cole Anthony now? Wait. Wait, he said, no, no, it's a, no, you said top five. No. Top talent? Did you not? No, you must have seen the mocks. The early mocks has had him in top five. Don't disrespect Cole Anthony, because UNC just did him dirty. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So if he's a top five pick, why do you go, why do you go below top ten then? Because let's, let's not get my chain. He got yeah, injured in UNC and Roy Williams is coming back. He struggled to find his footing after he came back from injury. Roy so did not utilize Cole Anthony the way he should have. That's why he made the wrong. It's another the one and done rule messes up another kid. He went to the wrong college. He shouldn't have gone to UNC. It happens. He's top five talent. I think that the I don't know why they got Markel. Then they got you know I don't know what they do with that. But Cole Anthony t- talent wise definitely was a top five. So I think I I, I give it a, a, a B minus. That's just me because I just like Cole Anthony. B minus, bro. They didn't really even sign anything. They any didn't other... improve. They didn't no, they do didn't, anything. They, they didn't improve, but they they got a, they got uh it's the future. It's the future. You know what I mean? But they're gonna ruin him though. I'm calling. Cause, it cause they could put Markel at the two. Markel six four six five, and then you could put Cole Anthony at the you know start him at the one. So I mean, like I said, it's just a future thing. It's not like oh they're gonna make immediate impact. It's a rebuilding team. So they're not competing. But like I said, Chris, if you dis- like you can't disrespect Cole Anthony. Like he I'm was, not disrespecting Cole Anthony. He's top five talent. Literally. What, he team, what, what team would he go to? No, what team would he go to as a top five then? What team would he go to the top five? Let me see. He could have went to Chicago. Oh, it went crazy. They have a point, they they have a point guard already. Why did they already had two who, point guards? Who? Who? Kobe, Kobe, White. Kobe, Kobe White. Sorry, I said Kobe Wayne. Kobe White. That's yeah. cool, but Kobe White don't, don't even like playing the one, though, for real, for real. He really don't, though. That's that's a so thing. That's I, cool. But, then, that's but cool. you got Zach Levine at the two, so it's like... That's, no, that's, he can play the... Bro, them three running thing. the floor? Do you know how... Right. Yeah, Cole Anthony 6-2. I don't... I, I, I don't know. Like, you want to keep him at the one. You don't want to really put him at the two. Yeah, plus... <laughs> He just stand to become a better playmaker. Also, I want to see him become a better playmaker. Right, I really want to see him at that one. Kobe White, you could put him at the two, so I you could definitely slide him to the two. But then exactly, I when, uh, I, like when I was saying they could have went after uh, Lamelo Ball. That's how they could have made it work. Yeah, now Chicago getting Lamelo would have been living. Exactly. That that would have been that would have been amazing. That would have been perfect. But yeah, as, as far as the Orlando Maddox free agency signings, bro, they they didn't do anything to rob me. They lost DJ Augustine and Western One dude. Wesley Wendu wasn't really too much of a, a rotational guy for them. He he's just really just another defender they had. So that wasn't a big loss. But I can see why they drafted Cole Anthony, um, losing DJ Augustine, but they didn't really add other, other like depth and like be a free agency. Like their best guy they added was Dwayne Bacon. 
All right. to him too. He a bucket. Wayne Bacon, definitely. Uh, I feel like they should have kept him over uh, Chris Hakes, Malik Monk. Can't stand Malik Monk. I think Malik Monk takes that next That's step. You know, he listen, yo, can you got like so? I'm sure you guys saw when he was coming out the draft how everyone was high on Malik Monk. Chris really thinks Malik Monk was like if you back in if you rewind 2017, he was at everyone loves Malik Monk. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. Like Chris made it seem like he didn't give you a choice. You got cars, don't mean you're good in the pros. I, 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 listen, I told, listen, I, the reason I said he wasn't gonna be good in the pros because he didn't have position. He's too scared to play. The, he's too scared to play the two, and he's not. A, he's not a playmaker to play the one. That's why I said he's not gonna be good. But look where I'm standing. Two because he can score. He's a three level. He's not scoring though. Okay, listen. I listen. He can't defend. High size twenty twenty. Chris, it's twenty twenty high sight. But if you look back in twenty seventeen, he had the makings of a guard that could get you buckets. Listen, like to, in y'all eyes, he did not mind. Listen, Chris. That was, that was his point of view at that time. That was his point of view. And listen, Chris, I give it to you, but hindsight is twenty twenty. Like everyone was high on Malik Monk. Like I think, I think, I think, what, I think what Kyle is trying to say is a lot of people didn't think that way though. Like you're probably one of a few people that that seen like that seen this coming already. Feel me, Chris? I sure it was. I could tell. Like and then and then if you watch him play in college, it was the biggest games that Kentucky played. He shined the brightest. Like this man, like he, there's no reason for you not to adore Malik Monk. Like I said, Chris, you was spot on on Malik Monk. I, I get it, but back then he was like, use the guy, use the guy. So we go down to the. What's your grace for Orlando? Oh, I mean, I gave I, it I, an F. I, I gave, gave it an F. I give it a B minus just because I like Cole Anthony. It's just a future. They're I, they're kind of rebuilding. They're not competing. I'm just giving it a B minus. I give it a D minus. I would say they get a solid C. D minus from me, bro. All right, we go to the Charlotte Hornets. That Gordon Hayward contract. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Go ahead, Colin. I know you you couldn't wait to talk about it, bro. MJ got to be if he's not the worst general manager, he's working himself to be one of the worst general managers of all time. And that'll that'll be like the biggest thing on this man's overall. Like just putting the the basketball athlete aside, just him as a general manager. I I don't know who's worse than MJ. Can you guys help me with that? I I just don't know. Like, um, FGM. I forget his name. I think it was David Griffin. All right, David. Oh, David Griffin. Well, eh. like if you Damn see him. I, I, I mean, I mean, if you see if see what he's doing with like the Pel- the Pelicans, it's like. He's building something like the future is real bright for the Pelicans. So I, I don't know. It's just that no one wants to play for the Cavaliers. I mean, that, that's just what did, what did Dave Griffin do wrong? David, me? No, I say I think Dave Griffin did well. I mean, I think he's he's okay. He's not the great. Point out the fact that he whoever whoever was in charge and drafted Anthony Bennett number one in that draft. That wasn't him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who was it then? My fault, bro. Uh, who was before? I forget his name. Because David Griffin came the year before. Because David Griffin came the year. Right before LeBron decided to come back, got you. Mm. I, yeah, but like, that was my fault. I can't remember the uh, their old. I, mean, I, I, I mean, Elijah, you want to help me out? Like, is MJ the worst general manager of, of all time, or is he working his way? Like, what other general managers? Well, beyond manager, he's the worst owner of all time. <laughs> well, no, 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 behind James Dolan. There we go. Oh, then, I, then, I, yes, then it yes. might be MJ. That's, that's thank you. Okay, so MJ hasn't taken the crown, but I. I Listen, I feel but the thing like, about it is, but this year MJ gave him he gave himself a chance to to, to switch that around with his draft picks. But his, I mean, his that his, was 
the obvious. Like you couldn't but go. His Gordon Hayward signing kind of, kind of, kind of ruined. Yeah, that. that I would never. I don't care if you put a gun to my head. I would never give Gordon Hayward that amount. But he of also, but he also got rid of that Nick Batum contract finally, so that'll give him some space later on. Listen, Gordon future. Hayward got to play at an All Star level, taking the Hornets to the playoffs. Like the, negative. He's he has to with that. He didn't. He has to. Like negative. Negative. Oh man. Uh, just another indictment. Like they shouldn't even ever went after them. They have PJ. Uh, they have PJ Washington, Miles Bridges. They should have built around them. Like that's ridiculous. Honestly, that that's kind of built around them. I give them an F, bro. I give them an F minus minus. That's if we're not if we're not if we're not looking at the NBA draft, the uh, the selections. I give it a nice D. But considering that, I have to give it a, a C minus. Considering the, the the draft picks, but. I love I love their draft. I just the, yeah, the draft was great. I love the draft. Like Lamelo was the obvious choice. He's possibly the only superstar besides. Oh, you said you wasn't a fan of the Vernon Carey joint. I remember you saying that. Oh yeah, Vernon Carey. Yeah, I wasn't really that uh, high on Vernon Carey. I but I feel like it's just for like bench for the bench depth. I like Vernon Carey on there. I think Nick Richards should suit better. That's mm. true, yeah. I, I think he fits. I think he fits more of the NBA like style now. Like he reminds me like Jalil Okafor was back to the basket type of game. He's like more of an inside, don't really got a perimeter game. But like I said, I mean, just for bench depth, I mean, he could work his way inside the rotation his rookie year. I just like Richard, like Willie Cauley Stein or Tyson Chandler, kind of like that move. That's that's who up there. So like I said, the draft was obvious, and even MJ couldn't mess that up. Like, come on, Lamelo, you got to pick Lamelo if he falls to you. It just makes sense. So, but yeah, MJ might be one of the worst, if not. Yeah, you said James Dolan. So, and so where's the MJ rank? He's second. He's second, third. Uh, I wouldn't be too harsh, but he in top five. He's top definitely five. top five. Okay, be listen, honest, Chris. You the only one that didn't get a chance to grade. What do you What do you give the winners? I mean, I don't know what they. I give them a C. I don't. I don't like the moves they made besides drafting Lamelo for real, for real. All right, so we go to the Washington Wizards. Oh man, Kyrie. No, we gotta say this for last. We gotta say this for last. Oh, we gonna say for last. All right, all right we gonna say for last. Go to Atlanta. All right, we yeah, go, go to Atlanta. Go to Atlanta. All right, Atlanta going... get to A. I'll start off. Atlanta get an A. Atlanta get an A. <laughs> you know why? You know why though? Because this is like the fastest rebuild I've ever seen in my life. I've no, never seriously. seen. Seriously, like I, if there's one team I don't admire besides us, well, I think we had the best offseason in the East. It, you could say the Landing Hawks probably had the better offseason than us. Yeah, and that and like draft and free agency, bro. And free agency, like I love Rajon Rondo's a great mentor for Trey Young. Championship experience comes in the spells when Trey Young, you know, takes a breather and just cetera. He actually picked up Chris Dunn, but you guys say he was a bust. So I don't know. You guys don't really care for Chris Dunn. I, I think he's serviceable. serviceable. I, I like Chris Dunn, and he actually has like a he has like a Rondo play style to him too, kind of. And I feel like he'll benefit being being another young point guard under him. Yeah, I think Rajon Rondo- also also added Danilo too, which is was a nice little shooter off the bench. Yeah, he's another vet. He's been around for a while. And he's really underrated. Like he's a guy. I just I was watching an interview, man, and I was it was a it was JJ Reddick. I think De'Aaron Fox was talking about uh you know Danello. He was talking about he's a guy like you look at him, you don't think he's a guy who gives you buckets, but he could easily give you like twenty on, on any on any given night. Yeah, he's he he's like, really balanced three level scorer. Right, like when I heard him giving that praise, it's like I had to really relook at you know. That's crazy. Like, so hey, I'm high on that. 
and we didn't even mention Bogdan. And we didn't even mention. I was about to get to him before you like. The Hawks really went all out this all season. Yeah, you guys they, swiped, they swiped them from uh, Milwaukee. <laughs> the, the Kings should have had matched that offer sheet. I don't know why. I know no, they did. They did. I think. Or they did. No, they did. No, they did. No, they did. He was still be in Sacramento. He didn't yeah. want to play. He didn't want. He didn't want to play for Sacramento though. Ah man, because Sacramento was already going getting ready to move. Anyway, so going for both teams. Hey, they should have moved Buddy too. They should. He might still get moved. I hope. I hope he'll he'll get moved during the season though. Same thing with probably Bill and Harden. You want to go to Dallas? That's a good spot for Buddy Hill. Hell yeah, perfect. I mean, all right. I was saying Brooklyn. I was saying Brooklyn from once he went to the bench, bro, last season. I was like, yo, Brooklyn got to try to get him. I felt, So what do you guys think about the Hawks? You think the Hawks are like a top six team in the East in the playoffs, top five? Where do you guys rank the Hawks? I said that a couple episodes ago, and you and guys weren't five or six. I see five or six. They're going to be in the bottom, the bottom, in the bottom half because they still got to develop. Uh, uh, yikes. Listen. The front court is solid, too. John Collins. They got Clint Capella. They got John Collins. And the rookie too, Onyeka, like man, they're come for their first for their first year is gonna for their first year they're gonna be in the bottom half of the playoffs standings. Then after that, if they improve the right way, they will increase. Do you think they're gonna see them? I can see them making five or six. Five or six. I see them eventually moving Chris Capella though. I mean, uh, Clint Capella. Yep, I see that definitely. I, I see that. If he. Sure if he if he tries to modern his game to the NBA, like you know, turn himself like yeah, that's I mean, not his purpose though. That's, that's one of the players that don't he doesn't necessarily need to. Oh, okay, because his game his game never really affected a, a team losing because he was perfectly fine before Westbrook came with Harden and Chris Paul. Oh, he was perfect. Oh, man. Yo, he, he was he, perfect. I mean, yo, if he I was can't. he made he made DeAndre Jordan look like shit because uh, <laughs> he was perfect. And honestly, bro, he made James Harden's job was so much easier, uh, way more easier, and then got rid of him, and everything, everything broke loose. All right, so I mean, I'm gonna give the Atlanta Hawks an A, A plus. Honestly, yeah, they, an a. they probably got the best moves uh, of the year so far. Mm-hmm. Well, no, LA does because the oh, yeah, LA just that 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 they gonna win again. Yeah, LA. But the Clippers made some great signings too. So they, but this second, you put them in a second. All right. Wait, when we cover the Western Conference, we'll cover that. We'll cover the Western. So I mean, Kyrie, Kyrie, and Chris didn't give it. What you give them, Kyrie? What you give the Hawks? I give them A plus. A plus. A plus. What about you, Chris? Good man. Dang. All right. Man. All right. So stop. That that's the first team that got an A. Why didn't the Sixers get an A? We had one like it was regular. Oh, man. Made a couple moves, couple moves. Right. You, got, you got two good. Just because you get two good players, don't mean you get an A. I don't think the I don't think the Sixers make as much of a difference for their team as the Hawks moves does. Yo, the Hawks they keep getting better. Like it's exactly. not like they they grab Trey Young, rebuild for a couple more years, then improve. They keep going and going and going. They keep and it, I don't know how they keep making these moves though. And it's just really like. Wow. Who's the general manager for the Hawks? I definitely gotta look him up. He's definitely, yeah. Um, no, nah, he's going down in history though. Yeah, definitely. He he he's pulling <laughs> the Warriors. He's pulling the Warriors on. That's crazy. All right, so we're gonna go to the last but not least. Oh yeah. the Washington Wizards. Oh man, 
Charles Kentucky. Hello, Kentucky, dog. Chris, Chris, Chris had one word for this whole trade. He said, "Come on, Chris, say, it, say." It. The trade is disgusting for both teams, in my opinion. It's disgusting. I like it for the Rockies, though. I think John Wall's a better point guard than Russell Westbrook, and it won't be as much conflict for James Harden. I just don't like the Russell and Brett. Like, I don't even know what do you do with that. Like, you blow it all up at this point. I mean, Russell, I don't even know. Like, I can see why you say that, Colin, because I I feel like John Wall's a more willing passer than Russell Westbrook is. Exactly. Like, John Wall looks to pass the ball before he even thinks about scoring. Russell, you know he's looking to go straight to the rim. Like, just automatic. He doesn't even think about <laughs> Russell likes to get dimes off of his own creations, off of going to the basket and passing out and stuff like that, off of picking rolls. I feel like John Wall is just a better conductor of an offense. I feel like him and James Harden, like, I won't be surprised if they actually, like, make some noise, man. Like, I, I'm not surprised. I would take John Wall as a, suited for James Harden a lot more than Russell than James Harden. Then so John Wall and DeMarcus James Cousins. Harden now? Huh? You think they're keeping James Harden 100%? Uh, well, that's that's – they want to see – so, listen, this is how the Rockets are. I'm thinking, I'm thinking how they want to look at it. They want to see how this John Wall and James Harden tandem works. All right, so if, if this goes really well, because I think it will, because John Wall is not Russ, and then you got DeMarcus Cousins. He had some times. We'll see. Can he get back into that 20 and 10 guy, all-star dominant guy? If, if it works well, I mean, I guess they keep James Harden. I'm never certain. I feel like James Harden is just over the Rockets, though. I don't know. It's always it's me. I think he's over the Rockets, so I don't really know. But if it yeah. goes well with John Wall and Demarcus Cousins, I mean, I, he might say. Yeah, Kyle, I don't think you're right, bro. It's either that or he's he's just really a hard guy to play with. Because you've seen him no. have conflict with Dwight Howard. You, you've seen him have conflict with Chris Paul. Now you've seen him have conflict with Russell Westbrook, who who he's played with before in OKC. And everybody mm-hmm. thought their, their chemistry was going to be there already from playing together and being close in – Come to find out, they're not really feeling. I guess playing with each other. Well, they they both evolved as players, though. By then, though, so that was yeah. So they like Harden from that the wasn't, OG. That wasn't. That's what I'm saying. It, it's different because back then Harden was coming off the bench. Then he was basically answering to them. He wasn't really running nothing. Now Harden's a runner. Now he he runs the show now. That's true. You're right. You're right. And, I, and honestly, I'd rather in that in that situation, I'd rather Harden run it than Westbrook. Absolutely. Just, Absolutely. No, no question. But I just so feel like – I feel like the Chris Paul situation, though, I feel as though that was more of a mutual just like, all right, we can't really – we might as well just stay cordial and not just blow this shit up and the shit gets ten times worse. So we might as well just split up ways So and kind of just – I think Chris Paul's personality, personality how was, like he's outspoken kind of like Russell Westbrook, do you think that bothers uh, James Harden? More than likely. I mean – Chris Paul – Cause it's different with Chris Paul. Chris Paul looking at him like I'm a grown ass man. What are you talking about? I got, I got, I got stain in this. So it's just like, cause, cause honestly, they should have closed out that that series against the Warriors, but they didn't do it. Oh man, that they'll they'll never get a chance. That I was like, once that I was like, yeah, Chris Paul never get in the ring. Yeah, and oh, he's gonna be another all time great. You talk about him, that one stain never won a ring. James Harden going down that path. Russell Westbrook definitely on that path. Honestly. Uh, Russell Westbrook to like, – I feel like the Wizards deserve not to go to the playoff for the next 10, 20 years. Like, that's how much – like, why? Why Why? Why Westbrook? Why? I don't I, even – I don't see him pairing well with Bradley Bill. I don't think Bradley Bill's – I don't he only see it lasting well. I don't even think Bradley Bill's going to allow it. Hopefully, he'll get traded before the season starts. Oh, Hopefully. wait. 
Wait, Chris, it was actually something me and Kyrie had actually discussed. I just want your opinion. So Kyrie feels like Bradley Bill as like the leading guy, the number one option. He could lead a team to the NBA Finals. I didn't say the NBA Finals, Colin. So what do you say? I said I could lead. I, I can see him leading a competitive team that can go deep into the playoffs. I can never see. I never said I could see him competing for NBA Finals off the bat because we've only seen him be the main guy on a team with the Wizards, and the Wizards don't have anybody. So, so I'm not being the leading guy. No, um, that, that, was, that was the only part I was wrong about that. I don't. I don't see Bradley. I don't see Bradley being the leading guy on the team. I feel he's a great coaster. I don't know if he can be the guy though. I, I can't see that. Def, definitely a great co-star. And that's why I'm really wanting to go to a team to Portland, Brooklyn, or Golden State. Those are my three choices. He'd be because he'd be great co-stars in all of those teams. Yeah. I don't know about being the guy though. I feel like we only say that because we've seen him in a co-star role only with John Wall. He's been in the league since what 2013. We've seen him as a co-star for seven years. Up until these past two years, where he's shown that he he, he could lead a team, but like I said, his team I mean, is I mean depth. But I mean, he doesn't really have that the guy talent. I mean, he has why don't he? he? No, what does yeah. he do besides score the ball? He scores a high level, but what does he do besides that? I mean, he I mean, he's not a, he's not a, he's not an unreliable playmaker at all. He can make plays. He can definitely make plays. Like, not, I'm not gonna. Say, he's not gonna get you crazy numbers, but he's not. But he can. He's not a person that you when he gets the ball is strictly scored. That, that that's not the case. Exactly. These past two seasons, he, his re, his assistant rebounds was five and five and four and six. I mean, and that's nice, but I mean, you, I don't, I don't see him being the guy though, because I mean, he, he's to me like a better version of CJ McCollum. Like CJ McCollum, no matter where he goes, never going to be the guy. But, but if you, but you get the ball in his hands, he can go out and give you. 25 easily. Bradley Bill can go out and drop 25 easily. Like, no doubt. He can drop 25 30, which is great. But I don't see him as being the. I got a question right offense. Do you think Clay can go to another squad and uh, be a number one option? No. Injury. Well, okay, wait. No, so- before injury, before injury, before injury, before no, injury. No, 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 he can't. I, I don't see him being number one guy either. He, again, another, a great co star, a great two way player, but not, not, not the guy. Okay. Okay. So, I'm glad you said that because I get a lot of people that'll say I'll, I'll hear Clay be a number one option on another squad, but they'll hold but Bradley Bill and say Clay he can't fit, do it. Clay will fit in on a lot of teams. I'll say that, and I think he can do these. I can feel like he can produce the same that what he's doing at Golden State. But when I think, in my opinion, when I think of the guy, I think of somebody where when it comes down to it, um. I just got to give the ball to you. You just have to make something happen. I don't see that with Bradley Bill or Clay Thompson. There's somebody that can that can get it going. If they heat up, then watch out. But I don't see him as like, okay, like we got to settle down. They're like, we just need you to do something. Like, here, do something. I don't see that. As I mean, I think Bradley Bill had to do that for these past two years, though. I mean, clearly, I mean, he can only do but so much. I don't – we can't really expect him to win many games with the, with the Washington Wizards. I mean, so it's just like – I don't know. I feel as though on a, on a team, I'm trying to give you an example where a team where he could be a number one and they'd be able to fight in the playoffs. I feel as though. Well, well wait. Okay, so so who's the number one shooting guard in the league besides of obviously James Harden? But if you were to take James Harden, who would you 
out of Clay, Bradley Bill, like Clay who, Thompson easily. Clay Thompson easily. Clay Thompson. You yeah, don't think it, it, it's 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 unfortunately Clay. Unfortunately, Clay Thompson easily. It is easily by far, and that's annoying to me because the nigga don't dribble for shit. <laughs> don't, don't have to. He 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 shoot. He, don't. he can he shoot, don't. score, and play he defense. That, I know. Which he doesn't Bradley Bill defender. That's huh? the part that bothers you, though. That kills me. Say he doesn't dribble. Because if me, from a general manager standpoint, I feel like I'm taking Bradley Bill over Clay Thompson, like without a doubt. I mean, it's so tough. And what? In what aspect, though? And what? personal I feel like I'd be com- more comfortable building the team around Bradley Bill than Clay Thompson. But that's but why point. though? Like like so, what does he do that's more outstanding than Clay? Because he's not a better defender than Clay. Clay is definitely more two-way player than Bradley Bill. Clay being your number one option and leading your team. I don't see Clay being. A I don't. I don't. Yeah. Clay can't lead your team and then lead. Because it's just like when he's the number one, like who else is around him at that point? And it's just like the way he plays, he needs a like a dominant playmaker at that one, like a dominant playmaker at the one. I play alongside a, a great playmaker. I feel like. Okay. I feel like, like, that, I, feel like Bill and, I feel like that's Bill too. I mean, Bill, like I said, Bill can go score at will, but he still needs a playmaker next to him. I feel like Bradley Bill is definitely more of a shot creator than Clay Thompson because, like, it's like a lot. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Thompson, I agree. Clay Thompson, like, he really doesn't dribble the ball. He only takes a few steps and splash, literally. Like, and he mean, doesn't really have the handles to go by and get somebody yeah, too. If, if he's the number one guy that needs to go get the bu- that's your main guy you're relying on to go get the bucket. He's not the type of player you go, like, yo, Clay, bring the ball up. I need you to go get me a bucket. He's not that type of guy. He's going to come off the screens. Like he, he's that type of guy. He's gonna, he's gonna get open. He's gonna run around. He's going to tire. That's the Warriors' offense. See, but I feel like Dennis like has Clay ever was did he ever need to dribble that much to score? Or that's just is that a talent in itself, or is that something you look at and say, oh no, that's a liability? That's 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 system. That's that's completely system, I feel like. All right. But you can't I don't I don't think he has number one option handling ability to be a number one option, put it that way. Right. I don't think it's there yet. And plus he's not really a, a mobile on the ball offensive player. He gets to the point and then that's it. So when he does have the ball in his hand, he take a couple of dribbles. He does a quick little back run, back down, fade in the mid-range. I'm not going to lie. He has that. But that's probably catch the ball, two dribbles, and then you do your work. Not bring the ball up, run the offense, move the ball around. No, nah, I, don't, I don't think he, he has that. I think it's too late for that, honestly. It's too late for that. Okay. All right. So that just concludes episode 13 of the Restricted Zone podcast. You get the Wizards a, a, a grade, though, guys. Oh, we didn't get the Wizards a grade. Uh yeah, you don't even. They don't even need one. I don't even know why you even ask. Cause I you, listen. I mean, I, I'm, I don't like Westbrook. Yeah. To be honest with you, just if you're talking about entertainment, hey, I guess the Wizards to be entertaining. I already made my. Hey, yo, I, I I put it this way. <laughs> they don't deserve to make if, the playoffs for the next 10, 20 years if, making it. No, team. but if if if, if Bradley Bill is with it, they'll make the eighth eighth seed or something. They'll uh, do something like that. What are they gonna do in the playoffs? Come on now, Nothing. let's be honest. But they'll but they. No, nah, they're getting trashed by that number one seed or two seed if they make seven or eight. I guarantee you that. Or you know what? They'll probably like play in one of the playing games. No, another fringe playoff team that I feel like they could be the team like the Magic. Well, yeah, but they they would they would have to seed higher though. 
No, I'm saying like to, to gain higher seating because I feel like the Magic that they they he like stuck at, around that eight spot area too. So I don't see. Well, I, like I said, so I I forgot that they have the playing games now. So I believe Westbrook and Bill, if they end up playing together for the whole year, they'll be in that, and they can make some I mean, noise in that depending I mean, on what I teams mean, they play. I mean, they both are like. I mean, honestly, those two. I mean, they'll make it in the in the weaker conference. If you put them in the West, I don't see them making the playoffs. Oh, no, they're not making playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's, and the reason I think that is solely because the Eastern Conference is so weak, and the bottom like four or five teams that do seed is always like is always mixed up. Like you never know who it's going to be. You never know how it's going to turn out. No, that's exactly yeah. So, like I said, I mean, like I'm gonna give them an F. I don't know about you guys. Westbrook, chain for Westbrook. No F. My opinion. So, all right. So that concludes uh, today's episode of the Strikers Zone podcast. We graded the Eastern Conference. We graded each team and gave our our own grades and our analysis. So tomorrow we will be doing the Western Conference Finals. The same format. We'll be going by division by division. We'll all give our taste, analysis, and grades on each team and their free agent signings. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Thanks a lot, Elijah, Kyrie, and Chris. I appreciate you guys for coming on the show today. Thanks uh, for having me. Can't wait for tomorrow for you guys. And thanks a lot for everyone being faithfully tuning in. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, depending on wherever you're at. Uh, stay blessed and have a great day. Thank you. <laughs>